to Tuesday. It is 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. Uh, off we go with another glorious day here. Uh-oh, I got a problem, Brett. I gotta fix something. I don't know if it'll do it. Does that work? All right. Well, we'll see. Hang on. Reset board again. Nope. Nothing. Hold on. Got this guy here. Ah, you're screwed. You gotta get over Man. here. You gotta get over on this. I know the damn thing got messy. We'll fix it in a second. I know how to fix things. <laughs> anyway, it's Hi Tuesday. There. It's a glorious Tuesday. Hey, you're here. You got a little problem. No big deal, right? We fixed it right. in the microphone. Brady's here. The whole. At least we're not in Mexico. That's a beautiful thing. Thank you, guys. They've done what I've been begging uh, to have done for years. A no-travel ban is now in effect for Mexico. They're begging uh, your high school and college students not to go there for spring break. I still might chance it. You think you might run down there and grab some antibiotics? Well, there's four openings and some plastic surgery. (laughs) Were they going for plastic surgery or medicine? Because I've heard two different things now. I thought they were going down there for So I saw that people were going down for medicine. I need some Z-Packs yeah. and stuff like that. That's yeah. normally what people okay. go for, right? That's I thought what I, it was that's, more like a, they were going to a doctor. You might something. be right, because they were very vague about it. And then, of course, already, instead of saying, wow, a tragedy, four people in Mexico kidnapped, it's now about, uh, you know, it, it got tribalized immediately by our screwed-up politics that said, uh, all right, well, they're going down there because healthcare in America is so expensive. Nope. Everybody I know that goes down there to Mexico for that kind of stuff is usually loaded they're rich people who go down there and come back and load up on uh, the fake Adderall and then sell it to people. Like that's the, like I've, poor people don't drive to Mexico for vacations in the first place. They go to Nogales. If you're going to get the medicine and you're broke, you go to Nogales. You go to the border towns. You grab your medicine. You come back. You don't make a week of it. That was wealthy people. And Brady, Brady could be right. They might have gone down there for Botox or plastic surgery or something else. Or they get the medicine you can't get, which are stem cells that are yeah. easier to get. Me. This is not about healthcare costs being so high. This is about convenience and ease and taking the stupid risk of going to Mexico for your medicine. It, it, was it worth the price drop now that you're in a Mexican cartel hole? There's there's the uh-oh, well we'll take that risk. You don't you know you might have to pay a little more and be upset with the system over at a hospital here. But Banner Health doesn't ever have four guys come and rip you out of the ER and stuff you in a box. And then you, you're eating chicken water and uh, listening to Tejano music 24 hours a day when oh, you're tortured worse. and having drugs stuffed in your large intestine. So when you go home, you, you mule for them. Mexico is closed, and it's about goddamn time. I argued with a guy about this. He goes, you hate Mexico. He was mad. Take, you, you talk bad about Mexico. I'm like, Mexico sucks, bro. That's why your family's here. That's why you left. I'm like, guess what else sucked? Sweden. But you'll never think I hate all Swedish people just because my my parents left or my grandparents left Sweden. They were right. Sweden, mother, cold there. It's horrible. My grandparents made the mistake of moving to Bradford, Pennsylvania, which might be the second coldest place on the planet. But I don't understand why they they left Sweden for, like, Swedish people are stupid. We we left Sweden for northern Pennsylvania and Minnesota. Like, what in the... Florida, the Carolinas, Arizona, California. What were you thinking? Idiots. So, yeah, uh, going to Mexico for your medicine. I've told people this for years. Mexico's not worth it for a trip vacation. We got beaches in California. I know you don't like them because you feel like you're not a world-traveling exotic, but I prefer my head not being removed or the threat of kidnapping being constant to kind of take a little pressure off my vacation. I don't like going places where there's warnings that say, 
good chance that if you go past this road, you're going to end up in a terrible place. It's like uh, I can go to San Diego and know what neighborhoods not to go to. Does that travel ban include like Maryvale and Tucson as well? <laughs> right. I Tucson mean, is part of Mexico to me. I mean, you absolutely. Know. All the kids from U of A have to come back, but oh, it's Mexico is basically like uh, it's a dump, which is why I don't understand uh, anybody who's like, oh, you gotta love. No, I understand Mexicans are nice. Mexico sucks. The ones, uh, uh, the couple of people that I know that um, have said in the past is, you just gotta, uh, you know, be relaxed when you're down there and. A hundred bucks, right? When you get pulled over, right? You know, flip them a twenty or forty. No, uh-uh. like that just. I don't is, like to bribe ooh, police. I don't want to be in that. Situation. I don't like to bribe cops. I don't want to find out that that cop is the one moral cop in Mexico. A legit guy. Yeah, I, I don't want to find out the hard way that this is the you know the the Buford T Justice of Mexico. <laughs> Donde es baño? Huh? You went on a bender. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not doing it. Mexico sucks. It's lawless. It's crazy. Oh, the beaches are mostly American. Right. So they know where we are. So the bad guys, they get they get froggy and they're going to take it. No, you got plenty of options that aren't Mexico. And, and you heard what you said. Mostly. Mostly. No, that's not all. Yeah. And again, I'm not mad at Mexicans. If I was in Mexico, I'd have joined the cartel. They seem to be winning. If the cartels are replacing uh, resort money and tourism. <laughs> yeah. To the, the, they don't care. Yeah, and the I'm telling you, the cartels are in charge and are winning. Uh, so the government isn't doing much of anything. So, yeah, so there's a ban. They they put out a list of things. If you're thinking about maybe they said it so casually as to not be like, uh, you know, USA Zion, uh, Zionophobic and all that stuff and screaming out, well, you know, if your kids are going to go down there for spring break, you might want to have a chat with them. Like, or, no, just tell them no. They're yeah. your kids. They can't go. Uh, and they shouldn't go. And Padre Island in Texas... Is a madhouse. It's amazing. Go there. Texas has beaches. California has some beaches. Uh, yes, they'll be crowded and filled with uh, dirty people. But Stir it up in Havasu if you have yeah, to. Yeah, Havasu is beautiful. Go to a lake here in town. It's, uh, go to some spring training games. San Diego. Yeah. Well, the odds of you being kidnapped are low. But they're but they're there. It's, so you're saying there's a chance. You could get kidnapped in San Diego. No, I can't. No, I can't. If I got kidnapped in San Diego, I would have I would have to do some of the dumbest stuff. Nobody's trying to kidnap my ass. I'm a target in Mexico. Nobody in San Diego goes, look, middle-aged bald guy, get him. There's nobody. I'm, I'm not getting them any money. There's no ransom in return. My, I, I'm a gajillionaire in Mexico. In San Diego, I'm one of the poor people in oh, California. Yeah. They're not coming after me. You'll get taken in a strawberry field doing your you pick strawberries and <laughs> right. get jumped. <laughs> Out there at six feet tall, like, I am the biggest strawberry. My back is killing me. <laughs> I am nowhere near the strawberries. Can I be a foreman like back home? So, like, I boss these little bent over people. I, I can't, I can't do this. I get bad hips. Yeah, Mexico sucks and it will remain sucky forever until it, uh, the cartels aren't in charge. And hey, cartels, again. If I was in Mexico, I'd be on your team. I choose the winners. I kind of lean towards the one that's kicking ass, and that's the one. Uh, and I don't, you know, and that yeah, that guy that bargains with me. I'm like, if Mexico's so great, why did you? Oh, but the financial issues and blah blah. Yeah, it's a corrupt country. You guys did the right thing. You got out. You came to a better place. Don't argue with me that Mexico is great. Stop it. I always hate that when Mexico's soccer team comes here and plays a friendly and that stadium fills up with people waving the Mexican flag. I get your heritage is important to you. That's awesome. 
but recognize when your country sucks. My country, Sweden, is actually quite beautiful and well-run, and it still sucks, and I'll say so out loud. I wouldn't go back there. That's bananas. It's crazy. It's above the Arctic Circle. That's nuts. If you can see the northern lights from your house, you're too far north. <laughs> it's cr- it's pretty for a day. I don't want to see that every night. I don't want like 11 hours of darkness followed by 11 hours of darkness. I guess I'm even okay if the pilot wanted to circle around and show you the northern lights <laughs> right. like the plane yeah. did the we other day. We never touched down. Yeah. They added yep. another 10 minutes sure. to the flight, let you see the northern lights. You guys want to see it without getting freezing cold and living in some hovel or nut house? No, we'll go do that. If I have the internet, I'll just, I'll Google it. Brent, it's becoming Good. more and more my world. The internet and 4K television just seems to, I'm, it's like being there. Yeah. And God forbid you put yourself one of them uh, virtual reality goggle headsets on. You're in the northern lights. Been on Everest. I can go stand, I can go stand outside in my goggles. See the northern lights at 80 degrees with my shirt off. This is beautiful. And I'm not disrupting anything. My footprint is smaller. I don't, you know, I'm using the gas to get there. Greta Thunberg likes me. You'll be like, it. it's just like it looks on 4K. Yeah, it looks the same. It actually isn't as pretty. It's, it's kind of like, oh, there could be clouds. If I went, they could be all messed up with, you know, they'd still glow green. But I'm like, I'd rather see it. But, of course, we can't have a moment in this nation where it's like, wow, that's a mess. Mexico's a mess. It's all about, you know, it's too expensive to get out. If you're getting plastic surgery in Mexico or here, you're a bougie bitch who just wants to look pretty all the time. No poor people are going down getting their duck lips done and everything. If they are, they're idiots and they're the ones who gorilla glue their hair down and or, or you know, put in, uh, you know, something from the garage. They get a little, you know, air filter stuff for your tires and jam that in their lips. We've seen it. We've seen what poor people or, are willing to do for or crowns or whatever. You can get that kind of dental work here. There's backyard dentists. Absolutely. I mean, they get busted every now and then, but... Right. You go to the Days Inn, you knock on the door and go, Dr. Abuelita here, and they're, yes, and they let you in. Some grandmother lays you down on a couch and pulls a couple of teeth out, paints some rocks white, shoves them in your gums, and you go. Your waiting room is a bunch yeah. of lawn chairs and, <laughs> and it's in a backyard. Covered patio. It's a very strange backyard. Also, quinceanera address is available. <laughs> Not sure why, why that's the combo, but it's there. It's a garage sale of your old stuff, quinceanera dresses, and a dentist. If you want to save money on dental work, you can. But plastic surgery or antibiotics or anything else, you're just going for volume. You're going for what you can't get here because we regulate things. You can't go without a prescription and get a five-gallon bucket of, uh, you know, any sort of antibiotic, but you can there and come back with loads of amoxicillin. And like, I mean, I, Nancy used to go down there. I'm like, get me some amoxicillin or get me some Z packs. And I mean, she came back Mexipropen. with polar pop cups full. I still have it. They don't even put an expiration date on it because they're like, yeah, that's just for lawyers. This stuff's fine for years. I'm like, all right. I still have like seven year old antibiotics. Yeah, I take a little extra because it, it wears off. It's the only thing it does. It just doesn't stay potent forever. And occasionally when I'm starting to feel a little bit, ugh, I've, I've done my, my Mexican CPACs, but I'm not going to Mexico for it. If some lunatic wants to do it, I'll give him 20 bucks and get it back. It's not because healthcare's so expensive. Stop it. It's because people are seeking convenience. They don't want an appointment. They don't want to go through the system. They don't want to use their insurance. They don't want to, They're being lazy. If you went to Mexico for plastic surgery... It's because you didn't want to follow the system. Yes, our system is messy. 
but I'd take the messy system over any trip to Mexico to get carved up ever. I know people who go down there for dental work. And, and, and they've told me, they're like, it's a risk every time I go down there. But the reason I do it is because I don't have to wait. I can go on a, on a Friday afternoon and Saturday and get like nine crowns. They'll do it all in one. The one thing dentists do here is a constant, like, you know, one tooth at a time. If you've got multiple teeth issues and you go in, they're like, all right, we'll get, we'll get the next one. We're going to schedule it for, for a full grill. Like six, six different appointments to do one thing. Well, they got to get that deductible every time you roll in. <laughs> right. They're going to knock you yeah. and just drain that thing uh-huh. slowly. Yeah. We're going to, they get their money either way. I don't know why they. I mean, you're not going to Mexico going, hey, man, you take HSA? Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> you got cash? Yes, I've got cash. Here, take five or six amoxicillin. They're on the house. Thank you. It's like candy at a restaurant amoxicillin. Anyway. Get a crown and a dozen tamales. You're on your way. Yeah. Nope. I happen to be a huge fan of the United States. Sorry. I, I, I will say that. Now, also, Canada sucks. So, Mexicans, when you get mad like I'm coming after you guys, I'm not. I don't like any other countries. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm staying here. I might visit another country. Mexico's not on that list. You know what else isn't on that list? Brazil. I've seen the pictures of the pretty parts. I've seen the pictures of the ugly parts, and they're too close together. Like in order to get to the Christ the Redeemer thing, you got to go through that murder uh, torture hill. Uh, uh-uh, no, <laughs> that, that giant town, the town of tin roofs, <laughs> the tin roof town <laughs> of pink and green houses that like people just poke their heads out and throw a machete at the tourists. They it, look, I stand out like a sore thumb in some of those places. When the dollar rate is like, when I look and say the exchange rate to the, whatever the Brazilian money is to the dollar. And it says uh, one dollar equals six hundred thousand of whatever their money is. Uh-uh. I'm not taking money to that because if I got a pocket full of it, suddenly I'm like a, I'm like you know Elon Musk walking the streets of Sao Paulo, and I, I no thanks. I like to go places I blend in, or as that are as rich or richer than us. Like chances are I'm not going to get kidnapped in Germany. People look at me like I think he might be one of ours. When I was in Australia, I just I threw the accent on and I pretended to be one of them. I was messing with the tourists. It's fun. Excuse me, sir. Where's the? Uh, where's it? The, the Queen Queen? Is the Queen's Mall? What is it called? Oh yeah, Queen Alexandria Mall. You just drop down here, make a molly duke, turn right, go up on George Street. You'll be fine. Two left and then right. Yeah, you're right in front of it, mate. Have a great time, bloke. Do you know where we are? Nope, no idea. I, I might assert that guy's dead. I've said that for years. I sent him right Maybe into it. was one left? Nope, it didn't. Well, that He's guy gave us bad directions. <laughs> God damn it. I knew not to trust an Australian in a Steeler t-shirt. <laughs> I was doing it constantly. I, it was the biggest compliment in the world when a guy would go, good eye, bloke. And I'd go, good eye, bloke. And he goes, hey, where about you from? And I'd make up a city. Oh, yeah. And all you got to do is wing-a-ding-a-ding-dong because everything in Australia is named that. Wally Gooly Golly Gooly. <laughs> yeah, I've got a friend from Wally Gooly Golly Gooly. Do you know Todd? I know Todd. He's great. Todd, I think Todd, my sister. Yeah, he snogged a good. Got a good at rabbit full. I've got kids now. Could throw a good wicked Google. <laughs> no, they don't say that to That's India. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't in India, Brady. That was wicked Googlies there. That's a cricket reference. Boy, they love that rugby, though. Woo. Aussie rules and, and rugby, that's all they talk about. You watch the match? No, I didn't. And swimming. Jesus, the top ten shows when I was there were swimming meets. And Everybody Loves Raymond, which was the weirdest thing in the world. Everybody Loves Raymond was a top fiver. And then 
swimming, 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 swimming. Footy, 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 swimming. That was the, I looked in the paper, the top ten television shows. The footy pregame shows and uh, swimming. That's great. But anyway, that's a country I'd go to. Again, if it Australia. Wasn't so, yeah, but it wasn't so goddamn far away. I'm never going to China. got no interest in their architecture. And then I saw a story in China. See, and this feeds into my... How many jerseys you can get made over there? I mean, <laughs> that's Jesus. one thing. But again, that's like going to Mexico for medical thing. There's also <laughs> DHL. I can get those delivered. And if they don't show up, I'll pay the extra to not go to China and have diesel fuel smell. Broker your own deal, man. <laughs> Cut my, out the middle, man. All my clothes smell like I rubbed them around the <laughs> Sinclair gas station. The um, in China, the other... like This is proof that Chinese people have to come clean and say they can't tell them apart either. Like in mass. Dude was cremated after a car accident nine years ago, right? Uh, and then some guy was acting weird in front of a store, so they came over to grab him, and they're like, all right, what's your name? He says his name, and they're like, okay. And they look him up, and they're like, you've been dead for nine years. And he goes, no, I haven't. He said, I don't know why that happened. It was in a car wreck. Well, it turns out, they're like, write down your family members' names. He writes down like 10 family members' names. They're like, this adds up. This dude's alive. We didn't cremate the right guy family came nine years ago to identify the body of the guy in the car accident. And they're like, that's him. That's Zhujing. That's him. It wasn't. They go to see this guy, and they're like, that's Zhujing. There he is. That's him. I'm like, okay, Chinese people. We get it. We do the same as you. We can't tell either. They misidentified a guy as someone else, and then just had funerals and cremations and everything else, and but, but there's a whole family out there that never said a word about the dude they actually yeah, did get Yeah, what's happening with that? They weren't sure either. So they just replaced him with another Chinese person and said, look, it's a replicant. We can't tell who's who. China is filled with two billion people that look at each other and go, I can't tell either. But just don't let the Americans know. And their big thing is, well, we can't tell you guys apart. I'm like, yes, you can. If George Clooney and I walked down the street together, you'd know. If the biggest star in China and a regular Chinese guy walked down the street, we'd be like, which one is the star? You know, and neither do the Chinese. They burn people up, and nine years later, go, "Oh, right, eh, who could tell?" He said, "Oh, I forget the comedian, but the old joke was like if uh, he thinks that everybody in China goes into a barber shop and sees a picture of Mo from the Three Stooges and goes, give me that haircut.' All of them required." Yeah. What is it in uh, North Korea? There are. 11 There's allowed cuts Allowed or haircuts, like right. That's for women. Men have three, which is the bowl cut, the bowl cut with sides, and then the bowl cut with no back. You're going to look like this. Anyway. Sorry, Mexico, but I'm excited this morning. I'm not allowed there. I wasn't going anywhere, but now it's like official. Now, is it is it a full ban or is it just a suggestion? Right now it's a suggestion, okay. but it's heavily suggested. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And certain cities. And so the border is shut down. Right. So, so Rocky Point, all those Well, people. I don't know if they've shut it. Did they shut it down? I don't know. No, I don't either. I, I think what they're saying is, we're not coming for you. I think basically the You're government's doing a CYA saying, hey, we told you not to go to this. And it's a list of like 13 cities. Like, we told you guys not to go here. So if you, you know, kind of go against our wishes... We're not sending in the cavalry to come get you. It's you're, you're, you're out. They're covering wherever. So make sure you get your uh, car insurance <laughs> right, before you cross right. over the border. Because that stuff completely holds up. Nothing Mexican authorities, oh, you got the insurance. There's absolutely nothing we can do. We can't circumvent that system. Yeah. Get the American side insurance, but it doesn't protect you from anything in Mexico. 15 miles over the border or yeah. something like that. Some of those... 
My friend, uh, Mexico sucked the first and only time I went outside of when my dad accidentally drove in El Paso into Juarez. And I remember the, the phrase that pays because he got screwed up, lost in the border. And we were like, all right, we're going to Mexico. We were in line to drive into Mexico. And when we were in there, we had American plates. And this was probably 1982, 81. And back then, insurance was not a thing. And they'd try to hit you uh, if you had American plates driving around in Juarez. My dad was in a crash-up derby in Mexico with trucks trying to hit us. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't try to bump you. They'd try to T-bone. They'd try to crush you. And they would get, you know, some sort of... Because you don't have insurance, so they get... I don't know how or why it worked that way. They were trying to hit us. And we were... And my dad's phrase was like, What in the hell is this Alto? Because he didn't know what Alto meant at the time. And all the signs looked like stop signs. Or they say Alto. And he jetted in this giant circle to get back to the border. And we almost got hit like three times. Once they see American plates, they whipped around and would try to go sideways and catch you and hit the front of your car. And um, we thought, are they trying to rob us? It was the most corrupt feeling in the world. I'm sobbing in the backseat. We went nuts. Mexico's horrifying. The next time I went, I was uh, 17, 18. A friend of mine was there with his Bronco. They found out his dad's a diplomat. Bronco disappeared. He got thrown in jail. Until his dad came to pay, and he's like, and we it was Rocky. Never got Point. the Bronco back, right? No, it was Rocky Point. No, they had nothing to do with that. Yeah, of course. That not. was just street thugs that yeah. took his Bronco. But what they did was take his transportation, so he couldn't leave, and then blamed him for something he didn't do. Stuffed him in a jail and said, "They once someone found out his dad was a diplomat in Washington, and he was. He had to fly from Germany to go down there and pay them, which is what he did." And got his kid out. It was five five or six days he was down there. That place is a hole. Another reason not to have a kid. I got schmoozed three times. But again, it was before all the stuff. And places that you can't even go anymore. I mean, yeah. uh, Acapulco was like a three or four day thing. Um, Manzanillo and uh, Ixtapa, Zihuantanejo. All three were all America, at the time, America West. Oh, destinations. Destinations. Yeah. And so went to all three of them before that. But Rocky Point, been there a couple of times. Nope. But there's some, there's always a time or two when you're there that's like, oh, if this went south. Yeah, no, I'm not doing it. Nope. N-O, no. My friend uh, Janny's always like, you need to go back to Sudan and see it. But I'm like, are you crazy? You shouldn't even suggest that to me. You're going to make me sound like a racist. But there is no way I'm going back to your sh- whole nation. There's a reason you walked here. We'll get hammered one night? Yeah, Just I'm not. go crazy. No, you go back, you will see lions. And do you think that's interesting to me? Wild lions? Yeah. I'll go to where they're penned up, and that's not interesting to me. You think wild lions on the hunt is a sell? They, they eat and fish with their hands. They will bring you food all the time because you are a visitor. And I'm like, wait, they're going to hand feed me filthy Sudanese desert people? Like, no. It's got to be a health code violation, right? They can't do that. It is very, we have to remind them all the time to wash up. With what? The river water. The river water that they in? Yes. I'm like, no. What part of this sounds like a great vacation? I'm going to Sedona. You're an insane... I'll be in Vegas if they... You know how I know your country sucks? Vegas hasn't built a tribute casino to it. There is no <laughs> Sudan the casino. It's not a thing. Nobody's interested in it. No, the, 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 Paris is there. 
You got they've been trying to. They've been working on it for years. No one can agree. Nope. It's just destinations people like Rome, Venetian, the yeah, Venetian. I mean, you yeah. got to, even the Excalibur for poor people in England, <laughs> the medieval stuff. Anything that is like wow, we can cut off eighteen hours of flying. For they've the got the pyramids. Part. Exactly, I Egypt's mean, there. Please, China. They've got the representation at the Aria of all sorts of Chinese stuff. They got it's uh, the. Uh, the win is Chinese based. You've got the Great Wall Chinese buffet here. In, uh... <laughs> You've got plenty of options. Yeah, don't eat that. That's a terrible question. You will have dysentery. <laughs> Talk about rapid weight loss. That's all you need, really, in your body. Three or four days of that Chinese Great Wall buffet. But yeah, you know your country sucks when Vegas hasn't built a monument to it. Period. So no, if I go, if nobody ever says, come explore Africa, the casino, it's no. Uh-uh. Nope. The top floors are South Africa where there's wild racism, but there's some money. No, thank you. Well, they got a rainforest cafe up there, don't they? <laughs> I'm sure of it. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Yeah, it's stop it. A lot of countries suck. We have a great country. With real animals in it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's why people (laughs) stuff themselves in hulls of boats and sew themselves into car seats and swim miles to be here. We have to respect that we're we're the one. We're awesome. You don't go to Mexico and have little Los Angeles in the center of Tijuana. They don't build little tiny places where a bunch of Americans moved. They don't, like, you know, they don't have that... You know, in Tokyo, they don't have, or not Tokyo, but like Beijing, they don't have little San Francisco where tons of Californians live. Nope. Only here because we rule. We're awesome. Time to start celebrating that. Wave that goddamn flag around a little bit. Be proud of this place. Don't go to Little America. Just go to Flagstaff. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. I don't know if Little America is. Maybe Brady's right. I think that's a trailer park. But yeah, it represents quite a bit of America. Sure, there's sucky parts of our country. But our suckiest parts are still 20 times better than anything else in Mexico. The beaches are clean because nobody goes there. They're worried about getting their head lopped off. Stop it. Well, there's a travel ban or an, a, a suggested travel ban. And I, for one, have been calling for this for years. Tell Mexico we ain't coming over anymore. And I bet you they start straightening up a little bit. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico's okay. There's a lot of poverty there, too. It's got some neat stuff. U.S. Yeah. Control. It is U.S. control. That's yeah. a nice part. But it's, you know, and you can get the uh, same tropical feel that you get in Mexico. I would rather go to the U.S. Virgin Islands. Yeah. Than there's Puerto Rico, Puerto a, another Rico. one. It was right down the street from Puerto Rico. I landed <laughs> in Puerto Rico to go there. Yeah, I like the word U.S. attached. Because if something goes wrong, they'll come looking for you. They basically just said, hey, hey, blonde girl, hey, all Britneys and Maddies. We're not going to come look for you when you're on a rowboat in the middle of Mexico with a you know your name written on rice and this new friend of yours telling you he's going to a party. We're not looking for you. Fifty k and any tips, FBI. That's, that's what. what yeah, the news will run pictures reward. of you. That's it. <laughs> you, you got the you got the. There's the lowest level package. There's silver. There's platinum. We're no longer doing silver and platinum. If you get kidnapped in Mexico, we'll run a few ads. That's it. We're not coming down there. Not that we warned you. So when you and the Vandersloots are down in Mexico making buddies with everybody and you just don't come home someday, I'm not going to watch your crying parents go, she just went to Mexico for fun. Well, they told her not to, so that's your fault. Now her head fell off. Right. Remember a week ago when the news and the radio guy were saying, don't go there, your head will come off? You're the one. 
Stay in America. So many other kids came back with their heads. Yeah. You're day in the barrel, I guess, then. Because they said somebody's head was coming off. And you don't, your, you your can't. mission trip will have to wait. You know how I knew my head was going to stay on? I didn't go. I didn't even put the percentage on, like, what is the what is the chances my head's coming off today? If it's more than 2%, you know, at the hands of another human being, I'm not going to that place. If you told me right now that, you know, you can go to Arizona Mills, there's a 2% chance someone will cut your head off. I, I'm not going well, there. There is a 2% chance yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah. I mean, if they made it clear, like, by the way, Arizona Mills, 2% chance you're going to get stuffed in a hole and your head's coming off. Uh, and some sort of an announcement to the cartel. But I wouldn't the go. Discounts, right? But there's great deals there at the Charming Charlie's uh, factory outlet. They should put a travel ban in there too. Yeah, I mean, same thing. Yeah, but if they put a warning on it, no, there's up to five percent your head will come off. But you can still go there for the deals. It's like you, you're taking that chance. I love the ninety-nine percent no decapitation chances. And the only chance I have is accident. And it's pretty slim that a big giant piece of sliced glass is going to fall from the sky and cut my head off. I'm taking that chance every day. Some I'm not going to jump out of a that. building and landing on you. <laughs> right. You know? that is, that's out there every day. That's just Brady's God hating on me. A dude kidnapping me after a warning saying, hey, people kidnap people and chop heads off here more than most places. That's a place I just don't go. You know, if you go over to the Drury Inn, like, all right, I want to thank you for the stay. Just a reminder, there's a 5% chance your head will be lobbed off by one of the other guests. I'm going, oh, what? Is that the same percent chance that's happening over there at the Hampton Inn Suites? No, they don't have that problem. Bye, Drury Inn. I'm not doing it. It's only 5%, sir. Too high. It's too high of head lobbing. Your head lobbing percentages have jumped in my book. I, I just, I'm not taking that risk. I'm conservative when it comes to being attached to myself. Maybe we'll have to add that in the Priceline commercials and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, William Shatner isn't on those. Ah, I haven't had a head lobbing in five months. I don't live in trailer parks because tornadoes hate them. And well, well, I've got a job. <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, if you have a sign outside of anything you do that says it's been this many days since whatever tragedy usually strikes this place. Mexico has once. Welcome to Mexico. It's been 15 days since an America's head fell off. Been flying in the neighborhood. <laughs> Doing it. Idiots. So go ahead, spring break, send your kids down there if you don't like them. But know this if your parents say it's okay to go to Mexico, they hate you. They're basically aborting you in your 19th year. They do not want to pay for your college anymore. They don't see a future with you. We have to change our plans next week. Are you guys going to Mexico? We are going to Juarez. Oh, you don't have to worry about it. They saw through your shoulders to get your head off as worthless to a Mexican. I got a little time. Yeah. The ROI on your head falling off is just, it's too much work going in. Kirby's got a big long neck. Ronnie's got a big long neck. Those two are like Merton Hanks over there. They're they're coming apart. Good luck. People who travel to Mexico. And Mexicans, don't get mad at me. I love Mexicans. You guys are awesome. Work you do around the... I've seen your work. Every time I drive by a mall or something, it's just amazing. It's meticulous. Skilled. Amazing. Amazing skilled people. You fix everything. You work really hard. You do everything. And uh, you left a, a dump to come to a great nation. Now, leave that great nation behind. Wave our flag at the Mexican-American Day. And be proud of Mexicans. Calling Casalander. Yeah. Every time Canelo Alvarez pops up for a fight, go root for him. But uh, you don't have to scream that you're proud of the country. You're proud of the people.
patriotic show this morning. That's right. God damn it. I'm an American. It's about time we stopped apologizing. About time. I got some, buddy. What do you have? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It, be, it became a crime. Now you got me going to songs. You're going to be going. You got me. It, it became a crime to wave the American flag or be proud of it. Now all of a sudden you're considered a Trumpy or you're too proud of the country. I love it here. What's wrong with saying that? It makes you seem like you're saying everybody else sucks. Well, guess what? I am. Everybody else does suck. That's why they all swim here. Screw you. America rules, and the people who got here and appreciate it know that. We have Amazon, Apple, the rest of the world, you. You're welcome. That's what America should say. It shouldn't say welcome to America. It says you're welcome, America. <laughs> Screw you guys. Every airport changed that around. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. welcome in America. Well, they really got a little bit, uh, you know, pushy. Well, they're proud of themselves. We should be. Not to the point where we're starting wars with everybody, just ignoring everybody. We're the most, like, bitched-about place in the world, and we're just handing cash to everybody. I I would have a rule that if I was president and I heard you bitch about us, you're cut off. You're like a son I don't want. If I had a spoiled little brat, you guys don't give us enough money. Screw you. You're on your own. Go earn your own. See how hard it is out there on your own. We can't. We don't have Amazon or Apple. You are welcome. Are you back in the fold? Kiss the ring. Sorry. I talked to a guy who was in the military yesterday. I'm a little fired up. He's right. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, it's 619. Let's get something proud of them. And no, I don't want uh, Kiro Punta by Rammstein on either. I yeah, know that's you know that's, yeah, that's coming. But, yeah, screw, screw you, Mexico. Mexicans welcome, I say. Bring them all up. All of them. The ones from the cartels don't want to come up here. They've got people for that. They're down there making a fortune. It's the decent ones that are really trying to get over, and then the bad ones are mixing in with them. Does the travel ban extend to Guadalupe or like our old studios and uh, stuff? Or? I think there's a tunnel. I don't think we found Can't. that yet. They it's impossible. Pop up, pop up in there. There's another one that comes out of the ground. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. Scream it together from the hallowed grounds of the U.S. of A. Where your head has a less than 1% chance of being lobbed off by another person today. It would be absolutely shocking. Over there, it's pretty much expected. Here, unbelievable news story. They lobbed somebody's head off in America? In Mexico, it's like if four tourists are missing. They're, and we all thought it. Their heads are off. They're, they're losing their heads. Now, antibiotics, those $10 antibiotics, and then they're going to fix your head. Your head ain't growing back. Dummies. I'll go right down to that medical one I pay top dollar for and go, I need some antibiotics, and I'll have some weird tests they have to do, feel my balls, and I'll get a thing of antibiotics. Or just an urgent care where I actually talked a doctor into what I had. I was in the lobby, and I said, I got a nose thing, and uh, I've got sensitivity in my teeth, and my face hurts. I've got a sinus infection. He goes, okay. And he wrote me a prescription, and I told him, I said, I need steroids and antibiotics. Okay. Prednisone, antibiotics, hands me the thing and leaves. <laughs> Anything else? And I'm standing at the, there was no desk lady, nothing. And I'm like, I got water pouring out of my right eye because my sinuses are going nuts. And I'm like, I think I can just go. He just wrote me a prescription. I didn't even have to leave the lobby. He was in a hurry or his bone and a nurse. I don't know what was going on. So I just left. I put $40 down. I remember 
cash, 40 on the counter. I'm like, I have to, I've done my part. I don't know how much <laughs> this right, cost. I just left money and nobody was there. So I went, I left. I got better. I was Nice right. tip. Yeah. That's the closest I've ever been to Mexico. You've got it here. It's called uh, the Urgent Cares in the Avenues. They hand over medicine like nobody's business. <laughs> uh, yeah, wake us up. 585-9800. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. USA! Wake up! Thank you, quite kindly, Alliance. Uh, it's 644. Look at emails just rolling in. I've never been so fired up and proud of my country this early in the morning. Off the cuff, brilliant, sir. Nobody's ever described how great this country is better than you just did. That's why my C-word ex-wife never got to go on any vacations out of the country. Because why? We're already in the best place on the planet. Good day, sir! <laughs> that is from Jordan Knox. Sometimes we need to just get fired up about the things in our lives that are good. Sometimes you need to look at that husband or wife of yours and go, God damn it, I won. Great work, baby. Drop those drawers. Let's get to business. Celebrate the stuff you've got, not the stuff you don't have. Celebrate the good in your life, not the crap surrounding you. Everybody's got all around them. Look around and go, you know what? I'm in the United States by chance. This was just a flat goof. And I'm going to complain about it? Not today. One day a week, don't complain about this place. How about we start there? And don't get mad at Fox News or CNN or that awful MSNBC, which is impossible not to get mad at. Yeah. And just have a day where you really appreciate everything you got. Especially when you look at your phone and go, I want that. And you hit a button, and like three hours later, there's a dude knocking on your door giving it to you. We rule, period. Zero questions. And stop. All these emails have got me fired up now because everybody's saying, God damn it, preach! Uh, it's, uh, most of the time, it's our, you know, first world problems. The pitching. <laughs> Adrian Green might have the... Turn the turn Lee Greenwood back up. I'm, I'm not going without Lee Greenwood without reading Adrian Green's email. This is phenomenal. And I think I love... What he says here. Adrian Green, field safety advisor at Sunland Asphalt, has emailed in and said, Hey, Holmberg, there's two types of countries in the world. Some that have walked on the moon and the rest. <laughs> That's right, goddammit. We're that one. And I don't know if that makes us better. It makes us cooler for sure. That makes us better. Yeah. You're right, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, you get the one. Should have a travel ban on Chicago. Now, now, stop it. I just told you this is a great... Even Chicago's worst parts are better than everywhere else. I'd still take a vacation to Chicago. I just know where not to go. The United Center and South. You can have your socks, Brett. I'm not going to any games there. The Crosstown Classic. I'll go to the north side and watch the Cubs and South. I'm not going to any Bulls games, that's for sure. My friends live in the West Loop. That's as far as you'll For go. For parking, he's got a guy. I got a guy. I'm not interested. Thank you. They get, they, I'll get you to the game. They televise those games, correct? I'll go to a nice sports bar in downtown Chicago and watch your White Sox. Yeah, I'm still like, I'm not running to Chicago right now, but still. Stop it. I'm trying to be uh, excited about the U.S. of it. We're way too quick to, we're spoiled. We're spoiled rotten babies, that's why. Spoiled rich kids bitch about their house. Hey, we do. We got to appreciate our house a little bit better. Yeah, there's problems. Everybody's got problems. I uh, 
all that said, I watched the Chris Rock thing last night, and this is going to take a turn against Americans being spoiled bitches. I meant to. But... I watched it last night, and it's it's probably on Chris Rock's sixth or seventh best special. It's it's decent. It's nothing spectacular. It, my, my three was not a far fetched. I'd give it a two, maybe less. It's good. Really? Yeah. It's okay. There's some funny parts. I mean, he's a funny guy. It's just Chris Rock performing as Chris Rock. So it's the same, you know, it's what it's what he gives. I love Chris Rock. I think some of his stand-up in the 90s is the best I've ever seen. A couple of his specials that... Uh, and I haven't seen any of his oh, specials. I, I, I think I have, actually, of all of his big specials. And he is, when he's on point, he is outstanding. Philosophy, uh, you know, make you think type stuff. And he's got a couple of those moments in this. But what really I took away was if you're offended by what he said in that special, you were looking to be offended. You went in going, how is Chris Rock going to piss me off? You broadsided. You were, there's nothing in that that makes you go, I cannot believe what Chris Rock just said. It's Chris Rock. I, I, I felt like he went places that were a little bit like, uh, you know, he took a step that, but he was never wrong. Like, I think the, you know, the one lady that was mad when he said, uh, there's a joke he tells about how uh, black people are even worried about how dark their baby's going to be. Yeah. Like, is it going to yeah. be Steph Curry or Draymond Green? Which is a great line. And he said, so the royal family wondering how dark the baby was going to be, you know, let's not act like that's a big deal because we do it too. Maybe black people had some, you know, a little bit of a peek into their window that we didn't know and, like, you know, spilled the beans. Maybe you could be offended by that. Maybe. Maybe you're offended by the N-word. Don't watch a Chris Rock special, then. You've never seen him before. So, watching it, I thought it was good. I mean, Chris Rock's, you know, if it's the seventh best Chris Rock special, it's still good. Yeah. But his, you know, his pinnacle specials are monumentally funny. Like, gut-busting funny. This one doesn't have any of that. I don't think I had one, like, hardcore hilarious. I laughed a lot, but it wasn't I guess I had... was expecting to have that at least yeah. a couple of times. When it's, there, uh, he was good, but it was, you know, eh, two out of five, maybe. It was good. Mm-hmm. It's Chris Rock. But I'm, I'm judging it on a high. He set the bar pretty high. You know, there's been a few of them you're watching. Like, the bar is high for Chris Rock, and this one is, eh, it's okay. How much time did he spend on the Will Smith thing? Five minutes at oh, the okay. end. And that's the there's thing. There's a little, and there's a one or two one-liners throughout. Yeah, yeah. The whole special was written somewhat like, okay, this is good enough for a special, just to get to the end where he calls Will Smith a bitch about 25 times. And that part is just, you just see it like, I want the world to see me attack Will Smith, which I kind of think is a pussy move. Although he does say, I tried to call him and he wouldn't, you know. But he said that one point, he said, I tried to call him to console him after his wife went public with what she'd done with her son's friend. And then interviewed him about it, which is, you know, everybody. He was just recounting what everybody already talked about. And then a year later, you know, the and show... according to Will, he said, he's reached him. He's reached... Well, right. And who knows? But it's the, the special is called Selective Outrage. And I can't imagine Chris Rock still that mad a year later at Will Smith. So it seemed Selective Outrage to do the last five minutes that intensely mad at Will Smith still when you just said everybody calm down. You just spent an hour before saying everybody yeah. calm down about everything. And then you went on a tirade about the guy that smacked you. And it was funny. But it's a year later. And you're st- you're, there's no way you're still upset. And it almost came too late. But it is funny. 
But again, I, 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 you know, the Twitter and everybody else trying. I do like that everybody kind of lashed back, like, you know, shut up, Twitter. It's Will. It's uh, Chris Rock. This Here. I wonder sometimes uh, the complaining or, or I wonder if that's orchestrated in a way to get mean? more people to watch. It. Yeah, of course, some is. Yeah, I I gotta yeah. believe it on this. Like you said, you you watch that thing and you can't really see someone getting. You know what? I don't know. I, but I, I don't. I would agree that that used to be a thing. I don't think you have to even orchestrate it anymore. I think you just know that there's tons of people with bullhorns that can't wait to... No matter what. ...to just loudmouth something, and it's going to give you free press. So I think it used to be orchestrated to have, ooh, controversy. These people... Are, like, I think the the entire deal about Tropic Thunder was manufactured. I think when Tropic Thunder came out, remember, because we're like, who's mad? Mentally challenged people? They're not going to stand outside with misspelled picket signs saying, you know, boycott Simple Jack. They don't care. They're always happy. Nobody mentally retarded was upset at, at Tropic Thunder. Groups that represent them were, but no mentally challenged kid, A, is going to Tropic Thunder for any other, and none of them are coming out going, man, they really represented us poorly. They went outside and saw a balloon and their, oh, their entire, what, balloons! They're, like, they didn't care anymore. Like, it was, they're, they're a happy people. So they weren't, so we're like, that's fake. Yeah. Like, there's no way that there's groups of mentally challenged people saying Simple Jack's not funny. It sure as f- was funny. It was hilarious. It's Al Pacino's birthday today. Is it? All yeah. right. Well, he may be popping by late. All right. Yeah. Not the Al. Not Al, Al Pacino. Pa- Al Pacino's birthday. Yeah. Not Al Brandon Pacino. Because oh, I was going to say, wasn't it Al Pacino's birthday a little bit ago? Brandon T. Jackson's birthday, sure. But yeah. So and then the you know Robert Downey Jr. and blackface thing, you just didn't get the joke. So I thought that was all manufactured. So that was probably the last time I'm like, eh, this is all kind of fake outrage. That they're that the studios are drumming up to make us go, wow! What's this movie about? What's so outrageous about this? I don't think you need to. I think it's real. I think it can happen a lot quicker, though. Well, sure, if you wanted to do it, it's real easy. But I don't think the outrage needs to be orchestrated anymore. I think you just know that every asshole has a bullhorn, and instead of turning things off or looking away, they stare at it and scream. And it does. It adds to uh, the only reason I watched the Chris Rock special when I did. I would have waited. Was because everybody was losing their mind. I'm like, what's so offensive? Like, it's a Chris Rock special. What did he say that was so bad that that you didn't expect? Like, I expect Chris Rock to say stuff that makes me go, oh, nice. I expect a little bit of a punch. He's comfortable shoes to me. I know for a fact that some of the topics are going to be taboo. But I go to Chris Rock special. I'm not going with the, all right, you better not offend me feeling. And losing their mind idiot. most of the time, would you say it's Twitter? Well, yeah. Twitter, I mean, most it's of the, the social media, the everything. Then, then it maybe jumps on to some other. Well, whether Yahoo or it doesn't whatever publication. So I haven't really. How many times do you read a, a Yahoo story or a story online that says Twitter outraged by? Yeah. It, Twitter is not a person. It's a thing, and so if you find a few comments, they. I mean, they always stand out. Yelp reviews all five stars. You read the one star to see how bad that was. So, ooh, Yelp outrage. The one star review. It's, you always read the horrible. So Twitter outraged by is easy. It's an easy thing. So yeah, there's some people who got mad. And it was a lot. I mean, they had the you know the, the laundry list of people, but you're watching a Chris Rock thing. It's like standing on a football field and complaining that you got hit a couple of times. You're being in a boxing ring, so this guy keeps trying to punch me. It's like, yeah, you're you've invited yourself into a thing that might offend you. If you're easily offended, don't watch Chris Rock. So it wasn't up there with like Chappelle's. No. Okay. 
Chappelle's best five are better than all of Chris Rock's. Uh, but Chris Rock's best five are better than almost everybody else. Yeah. This one doesn't fall into that. And to me, at least. I mean, some people might have looked at it. It was funny. I mean, I'm not saying it was dumb or bad. It was yeah. good. It just wasn't. Chris Rock's bar is really high for me. So did it meet it? No, not really. It was good. If I went and saw it, I'd be like, that was fun. But it wasn't. It's not when you go back to it. No. I think Dave Chappelle's best 20 minutes were his monologue on Saturday Night Live about four or five months ago. That was the best I've ever seen. That was the most poignant and funny and good he's ever been. Like, that was his best 20 minutes ever. And that is a ridiculously high bar. Because even before he became Dave Chappelle famous, his comedy was as good as it got. To the point where he calls himself the goat. He knows. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I, no, again, so the selective outrage is very true. Because if you go to Chris Rock and you say, you know, I'm angry that I watched a Chris Rock special. I, I don't know how that's not on you. Now, Dilbert, <laughs> that's a place you don't go to hear racial commentary. So now I understand when you're kind of like, hey, Dilbert, I don't come here for that. You've shocked me. Dilbert shocked me. I don't read Dilbert. I, Dilbert looks lame to me. But now I'm interested in Dilbert. Scott Adams, the guy who said that black people are a hate group and my only advice to white people is to stay away from them, doubles down later and says, I'm right about this. And, uh, and you know, ask any white person. Now he's tripling down and saying, because they, they pulled all of his Dilbert cartoons. And now yesterday he comes out and he goes, I did that on purpose to start a dialogue. Nobody's looking to you, Scott Adams, to start national dialogues at all. Tired of drawing. You draw Dilbert and shut up. You've you've made your bed. I know you may want to branch out from your Dilbert umbrella, but you're you're Dilbert, man. That's all you are ever going to be to us. You're too old to be anything else. So he said, uh, yeah, he said white people should get the hell away from black people. They're a hate group. But he said black people are, and then, then he made the crucial error of saying black people are on my side he's pulling a trump where it's like you, you've already made no sense it says uh here's a quick summary i was concerned there was a lot of anti-whiteness i used some hyperbole or as dumb people say hyperbole uh, but my purpose was to teach them and anybody else who wants to listen to the tools for success it was his he was educating some folks oh thank god yeah yeah <laughs> so he said tell your students they have a perfect path to success as long as they get good grades. I'm assuming you're a good teacher. He's talking to the person that was yelling at him. Uh, and a good school, good education. Talk about things that make them uncomfortable. Everybody knows the answer is rhetorical. And he's trying to just dig in saying, look, you, you guys realize what I... He did that terrible thing when people goof and they go, but I did it on purpose. I'm like, no, you didn't. You're, a, you're not that clever. B, nobody looks to Dilbert's creator, Scott Adams, for poignant moments of philosophy. First time I've heard him. Right, I didn't even know his name. I, I, the guy who did Dilbert is now known as Scott Adams. Uh, he said, would I do what I did to get to this place again? I have to tell you, I feel like I'm supposed to be here doing this. It's a weird feeling. I've never felt bad about being canceled, and I can't explain that, except that I feel like I'm supposed to do this. I feel like race relations in the country are so broken, you got to stir up the crap to get people's attention and maybe convince them to look forward, maybe and uh, work together. I don't know how working together includes saying stay away from another race. Yeah. So Scott Adams is, is was he saying if this spinning. was he saying this race if uh, uh, as far as the black people if they fall under this category then mm-hmm. I consider that a 
how he was saying all black people are. It I just, thought he was saying if a black person falls under this no, thing, he that's said, a hate group. No. Well, he did say uh, Black Lives Matter set back race relations 20 years. Yeah. And he calls them a terrorist organization. But he said that black people are a hate group. And, you know, any white guy who's made money drawing white business office cartoons starts to tell black people how to live their lives. It's not going over. It's lead balloon. Gary Larson yeah. shut his yeah, mouth. Exactly. If Gary Larson goes, all right, one other thing. I've always thought uh, <laughs> black people have no business being around us. Like, what the hell is Garfield's dad doing? Jim Davis is screaming <laughs> about black people. Yeah. Gary Larson and the far side. We just keep you to what you do. Don't ruin the far side. If Jim Davis came out and he, you know, the chinks are really kind of up my ass all the time. Like, hey, 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 Davis, <laughs> stick to the Garfield. I've got a thing about Jews. I mean, Kanye wasn't even allowed to talk about the no. Jews. We all kind of looked at Kanye and went, no. No, not from you. There's certain people we turn to for that kind of stuff. Dilbert's dude ain't one of them. So you just read the room and know that, you know, there's just certain things that, you know, a guy in a wheelchair and you will roll in and he, he comes over to, if you hear the, if you heard this, hey, I'm your personal trainer. Like, nope, 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 nope. I want another one. But you're being bigoted towards my abilities to train you. I've already got a computer. Actually, yes. Yeah. In this case, yes. I don't know. Like, I'm not listening to you. Wheel over here to the squad rack. How are you going to spot me, by the way? I have a direct link to 911. Okay. I want another trainer. <laughs> just know your strengths. <laughs> you know, it's just it's the Dilbert's dude. He should just come out. For his own sake, but he feels self-empowered, and that again is social media. And or he, Dilbert's dude, feels like he's like people turn to him for that. Like people want to hear from Dilbert's guy. No, they don't. I've never read a Dilbert. I haven't either. I don't know what it I is. I know. You it's, know, until last week, I don't know where you'd find it. Newspapers. If, it was, yeah. if they were still even running that. Which I think he feels empowered because the only people that read Dilbert are in their seventies and probably racist too. Like, that appeals to the 70-year-old office worker, Dilbert, because they still get the newspaper. Nobody's seeking Dilbert out on the computer. Nobody goes to the funny Dilbert comic strip. You get the Post, you get the Gazette, you get... Those are the ones where... Those are Dilbert readers, and they're all like, Yeah, you tell them, Scott. the blacks. Like, no. He... He got too close to his own audience. I think. Oh, Doonesbury. Oh, that's what Dilbert looks like. <laughs> yeah, Dilbert. Is I didn't forgot. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, well, it's pointless because you haven't had a newspaper in your hands yeah. for a hundred years. When's the last time you opened the funny pages? It's like if Kathy's creator just all of a sudden started to talk about abortion, which she does, and she was, you know, anti. <laughs> there he is. He just, he's a bald white guy telling black people they're a hate group and then going, I just wanted to start a dialogue. Well, you did, and the dialogue was cancel that guy. Sometimes canceling makes sense. And sometimes it's overboard. This one seems like he wanted to be. Oh. Yeah. Dilbert's legacy. Dilbert's a racist. <laughs> <laughs> He's a separatist at the very least. He may not be racist, but he wants to separate the tribes. And I didn't see that coming, Dilbert's last coffee mug. The dunce cap doesn't look good on Dilbert. <laughs> no. no. He's going to be very that? clanny, very clanny. I didn't see the picture, oh, but I can picture there. it pretty easily. And 
Dilbert in a dunce cap and uh, the owner, the creator. But yeah, just there's certain people you just don't want to hear from on certain topics. It's why we it's, uh, look. This is not going to go over well, but yeah, you don't want Dilbert in the dunce cap. Now, the uh, uh, it's the reason why men can't out loud, but I'll do it for you. Struggle with women calling sports. It's the same. It is the same. Sometimes you have to do, and it's not fair, but women have to do twice as good and twice as much to be accepted calling men sports. You can't have flaws. Beth Mullins might be great at calling a game, but her voice makes me crazy. And that's true of men, too, which the double sure, they'll be, the yeah. double standard is I can't listen to certain guys call games because they're pukers. I don't like broadcasters that puke. Men are women, and she's a puker. But if you say it about her, you hate women. And I don't hate women, but I don't like them calling sporting events. I'm not I'm used to it. Collinsworth, too. Uh, Chris? Yeah, a lot of people get pissed off at him, too. His delivery drives yeah. people nuts, but you're allowed to Good not old. like them. Yeah. For the same reasons you're allowed to not like Chris Collinsworth, you're not allowed to not like Beth Mullins. He drives me That's nuts. True. He makes me crazy. But when you do it to her, you know, and plus... Oh, it's because I, she's a woman. You don't she's like She's a women. woman, and I don't want a woman telling me my sports. And there's a lot of truth to that. They have to work hard. They have to be... They have to be different. I've come around a little bit um, on the uh, halftime shows and the pregames. Oh, yeah, I'm fine with the, hosting. The, yeah. Some of them are the great. Hosting's pretty solid. But as far as play-by-play, there's something men don't like about it. And we're not allowed to say so, and it's being pushed. And I think it's because we feel like we are being pushed, and we can't even say. It's chauvinistic, Beth, too. I said it about Dan Fouts. I'm like, ah, great, we got a Dan Fouts game. I hated Dan Fouts. When Dan Fouts called a football game, my whole crew lost it. We hated Dan Fouts. Hated him. He was, uh, and everybody feels this way, but this dude was truly anti-everything but Chargers. If you watch a game Dan Fouts called with the Chiefs, uh, with uh, the Raiders, with anybody the Chargers were rivals with, he is so one-sided. And he hated the Steelers. He hated the teams that always bounced him. And he was, and you could tell, and you could hear it. I heard it. Now, normally, you hear it with your team. Like this guy's against our, and it's not true. Dan Fouts, I heard it with games I didn't care about. I heard it when he'd call a game against the Chiefs. He was picking and choosing. Mo- he would. He was watching a game that didn't exist. There were several times Dan Fouts would say, "Well, you know, if that tip ball goes for a pick six, this is an entirely different game." Yeah, touchdowns that didn't happen would change the course of every game. And he would root for things to, like, he would lament missed opportunities for teams playing the Chiefs or Raiders. I noticed that, when, and it was, you know, the Titans. He didn't care. He didn't have any ties to it, but he just hated certain teams. I'd say that, and nobody batted an eye. I say Beth Moen sucks because her voice is a puke machine. And people are like, oh, you're, you're, you're anti-woman. Like, no, I'm anti-Beth Moen's. I don't like her. I don't like a lot of broadcasters in baseball. I can't stand a ton of them. Pukey, weird, oh, yeah. you know, Brockmire sounding guys. But you're not allowed to say that. Not allowed to talk about it. But that is, there's something, men are like, oh, girls calling the game. There's just something about it that we feel like we want it to be a man thing. We don't turn to I them. still do. We don't, I do too. You don't turn to a woman for sports. That's, that sea change has not occurred. You don't turn to Dilbert for race advice. You don't go, I wonder what Scott... No one's ever said, wow, this this riot down by Scottsdale Fashion Square. Scottsdale, Scott. I wonder what Scott Adams thinks of this. Never. 
Has anyone said, I wonder what the creators of Dilbert think of this race riot? Never. He should have put it on Dilbert. Dilbert should have said. Yeah. <laughs> Dilbert should have said, you know, I think uh, the blacks are a hate group. And then just takes a sip of coffee in the next square. And in the dunce cap. Everyone at the Washington Post is like, what the f*** happened to Dilbert? He's lost his mind. Hey, I'd get my work done faster if it wasn't for the Jews. Dilbert! Enough! He was hacked. Yeah. <laughs> and Dilbert was on Ambien. <laughs> And then he got his 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 strip got hacked. Was like Jeff Dunham or something. I mean, as long as the old man Dilbert has to come back and just in a a one shot of just his face and the caption that says, "Look, uh, taking a lot of ambient." I was on something, and uh, I tweeted some things last night, and I believe I may have been hacked. We're looking into it. Dilbert's cartoon's not funny. It's an apology today. But yeah, nobody ever turned to Scott Adams for wonder what you think white people and black people should do as a big group. Again, I said this yesterday, and I couldn't mean it more. People are, you know, they're always like, uh, if you say something, you're transphobic or homophobic or whatever. And I realized yesterday, talking to Jay and the gang up there at the Tactical Black, I'm human phobic. I'm, 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 I'm completely phobic of all people I don't know. And that's beautiful when you think about it. I don't like anybody until I get to know them. For the most part, I assume you're up to no good until you show me you're not. And so I'm and human. So by not knowing him, for the most part, right. like, I judge him. I don't this. want anything to I do with him. Like I don't like you. I don't want anything to do with you. I go to a Circle K and walk in there and go, "Gosh, what a great day to make a ton of friends." You're not going to go in there and do that. You look around going, "Look at this asshole." That's everybody's first reaction to the guy in front of them in line. This asshole. Hurry up. Yeah. Nobody ever goes. I want to be friends. It's a great place to have long-lasting relationships. Public. Forget the exact change, pal. Yeah. Let's move. I love the public. It's a gift when somebody turns to you and you have a nice feeling right away. I'm like, wow, all right, the barrier's been broken, but I'm human-phobic. I don't care if you're trans. Are you an asshole? Are you a trans asshole? Because that's what I'm phobic of. Are you a homo asshole? Are you a straight a- That's what I'm phobic of. I'm human-phobic. All-encompassing phobia of you, the, the general public. I'm not friend-phobic. I put you in another category. You're my friend now. You're not even human to me. You're a friend. But yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. Plenty of stuff out there that you can complain about. Stop. Today's the day that we sit back and say America rules. Mexico sucks. Canada sucks. What other countries? China. All of them. They all suck. Everywhere but here. Everywhere but here. Like, I believe that's the best text we've ever received. There are two types of country in the world. Ones that have walked on the moon and all the rest. <laughs> we rule. And, and the best thing is, is we won't share that technology with anyone. India w- would love to go to the moon. and We won't tell them how. And we did it 53 years ago. <laughs> yeah, we stopped going to the moon about f- half a century ago. You guys still haven't figured it out, huh? <laughs> That's surprising. Oh, man, they can fix yeah. a computer. Oh, yeah. boy. And they can build the computers that send people. Like, we have more power in our cell phones than the computers that sent man to the moon. And they still can't get anybody up there. Oh, well, said America for half a century. Keep it up, kids. We did it. We we did it so much we quit doing it. We got bored going to the moon. You've seen their trains. They can't fit that many people on a <laughs> shuttle. I mean, they can't ride on top yeah. of it. Oh, that'd be brutal. <laughs> And there's absolutely no rivers to shit in. So, right. they, you know, the moon's dry. You wouldn't want them up there. Yep. I love the United States, and I don't care about any other country. 
just don't. It's a beautiful thing. I'm in, a, I'm in a patriotic mood today since they told me I can't go to Mexico. My dreams are coming true. I'm going to start shutting that thing down. Close her up. There's certain stores you drive by when you see them closed and you're like, yeah, I saw that coming. Mexico is that store. I don't know what guy thought he was going to sell that many tchotchkes in a giant spin. No way he was going to make cost on that. So you see it shuttered up. Going out of business sale. Mexico should have that too as you go in. Going out of business sale. Cartel taking under new ownership. That's, that's been up for quite a while. Yeah, under new management because our government's not doing it. Let's be honest with it. At least they could be honest and say, yeah, the cartel runs it. Sorry, gang. It's theirs. We're kind of like a shadow thing for them. Again, my buddy Janny from the Sudan's very comfortable in Mexico. He's the mayor of Rocky Point. You go with me, I take you to places that you would never go alone. Like, that's the worst invitation I've ever heard. He bought a house on the other, the other side of the hill. And a school. The dude was there for three days. He bought a school. Like, where'd you get the money? He goes, it was $100. <laughs> you bought a school for 100 bucks? Why? How to help the children. The cartel will help them, you idiot. You think they're going to come out of there doing well? They're, they're either going to escape to America or they're going to be part of the cartel. And he's and he, now he's kind of bailing on the school. Hey, was his mother Janny over there? Or <laughs> oh, what? Janny's I mean, amazing. Yeah, you can't go anywhere. Janny doesn't. He was in Costa Rica, and they were like, I asked him to run for stuff. He's there for a week. He makes friends with everyone, and he's an amazing human being. I love Janny. Janny Dang is one of the most amazing people on the planet. And he can drink like a fish. He's still fun. He's not one of those people that makes you feel bad. He's amazing, and you can get drunk with him. That's a rare combination. Most amazing people, you walk away sober every time. Just going, eh, I don't want to party with that guy, but he's pretty amazing. <laughs> Janny's amazing, and you want to get bombed with the guy. And I've done it. Not to the extent of the pictures I've seen him in Vegas, where he really loses his court. He's down in Mexico. He's showing me pictures of uh, the school he bought. The greatest slideshow I've ever seen. This is the school, and I talked to the guys, and I got protection, so I'll be fine. Here's the uh, playground. We're going to redo this. Flips to the next one. It's him in a bathtub with two Mexican naked ladies. <laughs> Whoops. And I'm like, what was that? Oh, I know. I met a girl at the club. I got a friend. <laughs> they had never seen a man with skin like mine. I'm like, you banged them both. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's my girlfriend. Does she speak English? No. <laughs> he was dating her for a while. Then the next time I saw him, I'm like, and he was moving there. You're moving from Sudan to the U.S. of A. to Mexico. Just go back to Sudan. It's better. At least you know some people. And he you know fell, how the streets work. Fell in love with a Mexican stripper for a little bit. Banged her in a bathtub on the first day. I saw the photos. Now he's weird. coming back? He's been back for a while. He's still got a school. I don't think he can get rid of it. <laughs> The kids are in the school. They are in uh, cartel training. But he went. He went over the hill. He went over the hill and started to deal with the cartel. And they loved him. I know the people. I know. And they call him. They when Janigo. He's called the mayor of Rocky Point. They, everyone knows him in Rocky Point because he came and he bought a school and he fixed it up for three hundred fifty dollars. Bought a school and refurbished the whole thing. You don't even need a Home Depot. The workers are everywhere. <laughs> and they would do it for a dollar for food. Jenny, you're an amazing person. Let's get drunken in the bathtub. What do you say? 
It would be like hanging out with Henry Kissinger. And then, and then we had the, uh, we had the uh, meeting with all the leaders. And he opened his meeting about stuff naked with hookers. <laughs> like, Henry, you're not supposed to have it. I did not know that, but yeah. Playtime. Yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of fun when we were there. Yeah, he's just an ambassador, and he also drinks a lot. He's fun. Anyway, USA. That's what I And Dilbert. Use your outrage towards Dilbert. You're right to do it. But what are you going to do? You don't turn to Scott Adams for help with what's ailing the nation. He's Dilbert. <laughs> You're right. Like Jim Davis, uh, Gary Larson. They knew, and Gary Larson did Doonesbury, right? Or was he the? He did uh, the uh, Far Side. Far Side. Who's the Doonesbury guy? Because that dude took some. He was controversial for a comic strip. He, he was doing a lot of uh, Watergate stuff, and that's where he kind of made his hay. And then always was political. That dude might have an opening. To, I don't know his name, but that's the one where you're like, okay, and he's probably dead. And he's like, all right, that guy makes sense. That he makes some political comments. He pushes the boundaries. Dilbert. It's like Beetle Bailey's creator coming out of the woodwork saying that black people are no good. You're just going to yell at him. The funniest Beetle Bailey I ever saw, though, three panels. Uh, Beetle wanders into the medic's office in the tent, and it's uh, and they drew a black guy. And all it was was Beetle Bailey's same head with lines in it. Just that's how you knew he was black, and he had a little afro. And they watched in the medics thing. And the next panel, Beetle, Beetle says, uh, I don't feel good. And the doctor says, you look pale. And Beetle says, easy for you to say. And that was the cartoon. <laughs> and I pissed myself for 20 minutes on Sunday morning reading the color version of that. I was like, this is great. But yeah, I don't know Beetle Bailey's creator, but that dude needs to shut up too. I think they know now. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're perfect. Listening to a, this is perfect. Billy uh, Line Weber, listening to a woman announcer talk about football is like listening to LeBron talk about politics. <laughs> perfect. That is perfectly said. I don't want to hear LeBron has takes on politics. I don't turn to LeBron for that. At least now, maybe someday if he earned, but you got to earn that. No, I still wouldn't. Being good at basketball, well, they all, you, you know, know, they all have a platform. Thanks, uh, you know, podcasting and that's where they. Speak their minds. <laughs> the barbershop. Yeah, well, and that's fine. And you can have... Everybody's got a platform. You're allowed to say that yeah. stuff. But when you go out of bounds and you're Dilbert... The problem with Dilbert was we never heard from him before. It's the first time we've heard him talk. It very, wasn't yeah, on a podcast. Very rarely. Nobody's listening to Dilbert's yeah. podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm Dilbert. Hot ones Dilbert and, uh, creator. Everybody's got a podcast, and Dilbert's creator had one. That's no surprise. But the first time you hear from anybody and the words, white people should stay away from black people, you're like, uh-oh, red flags, red flags. This is his introduction. This is his best foot forward. I'm talking about unity. What? what? Yeah, I did it on purpose to start a dialogue. You did that. <laughs> wonder what Dilbert's thinking. Nobody. Ever. I bet you Jim Davis would have a stern word or two for those blacks. If only he wasn't so busy drawing Garfield. Odie's probably a racist. The Calvin and Hobbes guy can't talk about this. You've, you've, you've set your feet in cement as to what we expect from him. Don't go branching out too far. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it at all. It's like me giving medical advice. Like, who are you? I don't know. I'm 
I just know that I'm going to do this operation pretty well. Like, no, you're not. You're not touching me. I know where your body parts are. I've read a lot. Still don't want to carve you open. I'll do that, sir. Would you let me cut a mole off your body? No. That's not where you come to me for. Love what you said about the United States, John. Is this malignant? I don't know. I'll carve it off if you want. Google it. Yeah. Stay in your lane. And if you're going to leave your lane, signal first. Let us know you're coming over. Don't just come shooting into our lane screaming black people need to stay away from Dilbert. <laughs> you remember when we had Deion Sanders on and I asked him, I'm like, remember that question he asked and he said, who gets in your butt? That was a question he what? asked. He screwed up. And he was talking about it. what he meant to say was, what coach gets up your ass? Oh, okay. But he goes, hey, he's stuttering around, stammering because he's a bad broadcaster. And he goes, so Andy, tell me, who gets up in your butt? It's the one-on-one interview. Who's in your butt? And he tried to fix it by saying that. And I'm like, you would like to have that day over, wouldn't you? And he goes, no, I said I did. That was exactly what I meant. I'm like, it was not exactly what. Don't do that. I did this on purpose. Have some pride in yourself and go, yeah, I screwed that up. That was a dumb thing. I don't know why I said it that way. I meant, well, I, what I meant to say was, People would respect that, but I did it on purpose. Like, that was your, you know, your flair that you used for, you just, you goofed. You're not very good at what you do. You might be selling yourself short on the uh, opportunity for John Holmberg's opinion in outpatient surgery center, though. <laughs> I'm pretty good at that. That's very true. <laughs> I can give you advice on, on one side, where to go and who to talk to, but don't talk to me about surgeries. I'll tell you if it hurt, how long it took to recover, and what you need to do. I've been through it. I'll talk to you about it. If I have some knowledge of it, I'll say, I know this, this, and this about it. But I'm certainly not going to cut you open. I'm not doing that. I'm also not going to grade your math papers. That's something you shouldn't come to me for. I, I, you get an A for trying in my book. I don't understand. Numbers might as well be hieroglyphics to me. I'm terrible at it. If you start adding letters to math, just throw me Game out over. the window. <laughs> I am useless in this. If it ever came down, if like if the news ever popped that Morgan Freeman was president, and he said, "The only way we get out of this is if we all do algebra." Okay, well, I'm out. See you all. Enjoy the new nation without me. I'm joining the cartel. Yep. What does the enemy do? Algebra. Those communists have banned algebra. I'm a communist. We all have to find out what A is. A is a letter. It doesn't belong in math. And we have to get rid of that one there. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. I've gone 50 and a half years, and outside of high school, I've never used it. And that is by design, friends. If algebra pops up in front of me, I run like someone's holding a a machete at my throat. If you want to rob me, don't use a weapon, because I'll fight you on a weapon. Make me do algebra, and I will start handing my money to you. Can I please just stop? This is torture. <laughs> you could play uh, the doors on a loop for 48 hours, and you wouldn't get as much out of me as you would if you just gave me algebra problems to solve, and every hour you come in and hit me. Make it stop. You can't do one algebra equation? No. <laughs> There's letters in it. That's for spelling. What's an A doing next to a five? They don't belong together. And there's people out there who are laughing because they are good at it. I sat next to a kid who aced algebra the first time through. 
I was a straight-A student until algebra showed up. Algebra showed up. And they might, doubled down. Might, algebra 2? What the hell what? is Algebra 2? There's more? And then I went to geometry, and that made sense to me. And there's algebra in it. And calculus. Because there's shapes and stuff I can see. Oh, calculus. <laughs> Never dabbled. Calculator? Algebra 2, the sequel? Most sequels suck. Oh, yeah. Other than The Godfather, uh, the sequels are almost always worse than the original, and Algebra 2 is no exception. So calculus? Is that a Greek god? <laughs> it is to me. Algebra it's a god of something, because they can do things I can't do. They're Al- out, of, out of this world. Algebra 2 is like The Hangover 2. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it was just terrible. And if they made a, a Algebra 3, I wouldn't even oh. go to it. I've been burned by this franchise. Yeah, I, It's horrifying. What's the denominator? What does that mean? What's A? A is the first letter of the alphabet. I win. That's correct on a test, by the way. Miss Dijon didn't think so. But when she said, what does A equal? And I wrote the first letter of the alphabet. I wasn't wrong. That's just not the letter. Prove it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you put a red X next to that. That's 100% accurate. That's not what I was looking for. You need to be more specific on your tests. John, let me give you a little bit of algebra that goes along with your talk this morning. Don't. Why this country is awesome. The algebra for me says I just bought my fourth car. Yes. All are in working order and insured. X this. Cha-ching Chavez. (laughs) The only number I understand next to letters is USA number one. That's my algebra equation. Because I'm dumb. F*** you. Yeah, I don't get out. I don't know how we got off. Hold on, John. I'm afraid of it. All this talk of equality and inclusion, and now you're segregating letters and numbers? Yeah, I am. Shame, man. Shame. But I'm no Dilbert. You turned to me for this kind of stuff. (laughs) God damn it. If I could segregate anything, it wouldn't be races. It would be algebra from my existence. And maybe if I had a time machine go back in time, I'd stop algebra from existing, come up with a better plan. Don't use letters with it. It just confuses me. I spell words. Like, I think Doja Cat is written in almost every algebraic equation. <laughs> I don't understand any of it. Anyway, USA. That's all we need to worry about. Mexico sucks. Chinese can't tell themselves apart, and they've been lying to us, making us feel bad about it. But they're cremating people whose bodies have been identified, and it's the wrong guy. Did you see that, by the way, over in Mesa? They cremated that guy's grandma or mom. And she didn't want to be cremated. Uh-oh. They made a mistake. Can you imagine the? I, you know, I feel know. feel terrible for the family. They're they're big time religious like believers that cremation is hellbound stuff. Yeah. And they had long talks. Uh, the dude was on the news and he said, "My last words on her deathbed." And I don't know if this is true or just for the lawsuit. Was that he said, we're going to put you in your best dress. We're going to get your face done up. She loved lipstick. We're going to put the most beautiful lipstick. You're going to shine like an angel. And we're going to send you off properly. And then I got a call that said that they cremated. I don't, I feel almost as bad as you can feel about anything for that family. But the person who's not getting any empathy right now that deserves it is the poor bastard at the crematorium that had to make the call. Make the mistake? No, the mistake guy's out. Yeah. There's an easy fix there. Due to make the call wasn't the guy who got fired. Guy that got fired was the one who burned someone up. That wasn't supposed to be. They got the schedule wrong. Guy who made the call was there to pick up the pieces. That is a tough phone call. Can you imagine? Hi, how are you? It's uh, from Davis uh, Mortuary. Yes. Yeah. How is it going? <laughs> Just a touch of bad news. Um, the deceased is deceased again yeah. in a different way. 
Do you? How much makeup did your mother wear? Because she's going to need a ton. <laughs> We've tried to put some water on the ashes and reshape her into a human, but it's it's looking pretty Escape from Alcatraz right now. It's not a foundation. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna need more makeup. And that phone call had to be devastating for both parties. But they're gonna make a fortune off of that because you can't burn people up that didn't want to be burned up. All they did is gave us a gift certificate for the future dad. Yeah, what? I mean, what do you do? How do you make that good? I mean, I don't know. But they did it, and it happened right here in town. It was brutal. Horrifying. That phone call, that guy had to dial six numbers and then hang up again and go, I can't do this. But we got to tell him. Oh. It's harder than telling somebody they died. It's telling them you took their dead body and did something wrong to it. And we owe ski. We owe ski, you guys. We're sorry. We owe. What do you need? Well, millions of dollars now. Yeah, I figured that would be your answer. And I don't know which which mortuary it is, but I can't imagine they're going to stay open. I don't know how you take another client after that. I saw you guys on the news the other night. You, uh, you still got access to the fireplace, or did they shut that down for you? No, no, we still got it. We, we have a double key system now. <laughs> on my mark. <laughs> yeah, on my mark. Three. It's two. like war games. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's the wrong old lady. Oh, good thing I paused. Oh, crap. Hello? Yeah, it's the mortuary. You remember your other grandma? Oh, come on, you guys. (laughs) It's a double mistake because they they got the grandma and then the 20-year-old son that died early. It's all lipstick, makeup, (laughs) and and a dress. Well, see, and that would have been what I'd have done if I'd have worked there. I'd have taken the next body that was supposed to be cremated. I swapped out some ashes. I'd have dressed this next body up like Grandma as best I could. You'd have to call your makeup artist. Oh, and I mean, Annie and I would yeah. be working. Here's a picture, Annie. 24 hours a day. Here's what she used to look like. It's like, this is a white boy. I'm going to turn this into a black grandma. Well, I know blackface is frowned upon it, but it, 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 you're saving a lot of asses right here. It's not Grandma. Who is that? You just touch the face and it just comes off like frosting. <laughs> I'd be running for my life. I, that's my, that's how I would have done it. And I would have been in more trouble. Yeah. But I, that's how I'd have tried to fix that. C- credit to them for at least copping to the mistake. But what a, oof. That's a real humdinger of a mistake. <laughs> I mean, your one job is to either burn it or not burn it. That goof seems pretty easy to, like... Like, I mean, the minute the body gets in there, you put a sticker on it. There's no burn, right? Like, that would be immediately. Well, you stuck you do it. it to piles of wood. Like, Toe if it's tag. got pesticide Toe on tag. it, they stick an orange thing on it. There's no burn. Don't, but water, non-potable. You know which one? Like, immediate. Yeah. your one job is to. Stickers get swapped all the time. <laughs> I guess that's true. It's, you're so busy. Come you're on. too busy if you just can't tell. I don't know. Shove her in there. We're running behind. What kind of assembly still line in, are you? Still dealing with a COVID backlog. Man. I, 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 the family first. I mean, those poor people are going through hell. The dude who had to make that call. <coughs> uh, kind of a um, warrior. To, I mean, just to get through that last number and hear that ring. Oh, the first. And you know they're going to answer because it comes up on the ID as the mor- mortuary. You think there were two guys oh. at the mortuary and they Rochambeaued for it? Oh, yeah. No, there was a... They fired the people that needed to be fired, and then the two dudes left. are like, ah, you call. I'm not calling. I'll shoot I you called. for it. I called last I'll night. I'll take evens. One, two, three, shoot. 
But yeah, I called the last time. Yeah, they've had this problem before. They've got a script. It's the fifth one this month. You know who'll do it? Scott Adams. Dilbert's guy. He, he loves this kind of stuff. People turn to Scott Adams for all sorts of controversies. Uh, what do you got in the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, wake up song time. And of course, it's brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. It's a big month over there. It's the uh, Factory Santa Cruz sale going on right now. All Santa Cruz bikes on sale, as well as uh, 10% off all front suspension mountain bikes and 20% off all winter clothing. So see what they got. It's all over there at Action Ride Shop on Gilbert Road and Southern, or just go online. They got everything listed right there, actionrideshop.com. I don't know if dope's on the list because of tonight's show or if that's somebody's Both. patriotic thing to Both. say, die, mother, die. Yeah. That, see, that's where we get a little lost in the USA thing is that somebody starts screaming to kill all the other countries. I didn't say that. Just ignore them. We need a song called Ignore the Others. Edge Crusher's great. We're an American band by Zombie. Yeah. That's solid. Mexican Radio, Authority Zero. I like that. Let's go with We're an American Band by Rob Zom. All right. It's a solid one. Toledo's on that. We'll push that. Good stuff. Travel band down there in Mexico. Uh, love every second. Love every second. Uh. <laughs> See, and I've got friends texting before I even said it. It's like, man, you just dress up the next person who didn't get cre- cremated and call it grandma. And that's... I fear that's what I would have done. And I know Brett would have been. Brady would have been the moral. And Brady would have made the phone call. If we worked that mortician's thing, Brett and I would have been the ones scrambling to make the next body look like Grandma. Oh, 100%. Brady would have, we got to call the family. We don't have to do anything. I'm going to kill thing. you. You're going in the fire next if you say that one more time. We got to let him know we made a mistake. Brett's making this look pretty good. <laughs> it's kind of Medea, but it looks pretty good. And then the, how you dirt would be like, all right, stop making jokes. Yeah, I would have fixed Thomas? it. Thomas? I'd have been in, I'd have been in <laughs> 10 times more trouble trying to cover up the, we the, the cover up is always worse than the crime. Will you shut the f- grab some brown paint? We're going to make this teen boy look just like that grandma. It's the last thing I do. It's going to be the last thing you do as a free man, you idiot. But I would have done so kudos to them, even though terrible air. And I hope the family gets millions. I mean, you deserve it. What a terrible mess. Uh, anyway, bad things still happen. Still a great place to be. If that's the worst thing that happens to you is you get cremated and not buried. Is, uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't like when you print things. Uh, <laughs> well, going back to what <laughs> I said earlier. Back. It says, it's too bad Grandma wasn't Chinese. The mortuary just could have added a different granny. <laughs> throwing another one. It's true. Two cremation stories this morning. Uh, it's Rob Zombie. Let's uh, be USA proud today. We're an American band. It's 98 KUPD. There you go. It's the Pretty Reckless right there with uh, Cindy Lou Who. Good stuff. Uh, it's 7.53 here in the morning. Sickness. Time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. And it's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. And It's March. You can go to Hooters for the March beer of the month. Pretty sure they do this every month. And they're real specific about which of the beer. You're going to get a beer at Hooters is what I'm saying. And they're going to give you a good deal. So beer of the month specials exist. Uh, they got a whole list of them out there. Probably rotate it. But they do it every month, which means every day is special at Hooters. Uh, head to Hooters for the March's beer of the month. See what they are right now by going over there and saying hi to Brittany and the gang over in Mesa. If you want to go there. 
And we'll see you at Hooters. And then we'll say thanks, Hooters, for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Tuesday morning, Chief Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Cereal Day. What's your favorite? First first thought, go. I got cereal. I got them all. What do you want? Bowl Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries. Crunch Berries. Go ahead. Yeah, I've always dug the uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, man. Good I will stuff. just inhale that <laughs> He just stuff. went Gruden on it. I'm telling you. That Cinnamon oh. Toast Crunch, man. Uh, Ralph's about Fruity Pebbles. Although Captain strong. Crunch is a That's close strong. second, but I don't like the berry one. The berries always look like rabbit turds to me. Well, that's Cocoa Puffs. Well, it's a yeah, combo. Cocoa Puffs are rabbit turds. But yeah. It's a combo of the Captain Crunch with the Fruity I Pebbles love the, in a way. Yeah, is it? Is I never it, tried it because I always flavors. assumed it had like a, an actual berry flavor. I never... Fruity Pebbles. And you got to be patient with the Captain Crunch. Oh, yeah, because it'll crush it'll your soften mouth. up. That's why I like Fruity Pebbles. It's immediate. You eat it fast and it's good. You let it go, it's a soggy disaster. What's your second favorite? I haven't had cereal in forever. Yeah, I, I miss being a cereal pig. If I had a, a sugar pops, I used to love the can't get enough super golden crisp. Those two sugar pops, golden crisp, sugar pop, corn pops were probably number two. Who was the the frog? The smack? Dig them. Sugar yeah. smacks. Honey smacks. Yeah, I like those. Honey smacks those are, good. are good. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Although sometimes you'd get like a rotten one, like a oh, weird yeah. bite, and you're like, oh, that one was no good. I miss- Fruit Loops. I don't. Uh, I don't like Have you had them loops. since you're as an uh, adult? I, I I liked Apple Jacks as an adult. Apple Jacks Fruit Loops. Solid. Fruit Loops did that thing where you're like, oh, they changed them, and they didn't. You did. Fruit Loops taste like poison. If you haven't had Fruit really? Loops for oh, it's horrible. And I tried Fruit Loops. The illusion is there's no different flavors. Yeah, as a the kid, colors, yeah, are, it's the same. As a kid, Fruit Loops are great. As an adult, Fruit Loops are horrible. Like I. I, I Guarantee you, if you ate some Fruit Loops, you'd be like, these aren't the same as I remember. It tastes, it tastes, I'd go Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles are great. Actually, my favorite would probably be uh, like Count Chocula, though. I gotta go old school. But that's only like once a year that they bring that out, so. I'll take Cocoa Krispies over Count Chocula. See, I like Count Chocula made better chocolate milk than Cocoa Krispies. Cocoa Krispies had mild. Count Chocula dropped some chocolate in it. Dark. As Chris Rock would say, it was the Draymond Green of chocolate milk. (laughs) Um, 11% of people, they polled uh, about how you uh, milk your cereal. And 11% pour the cereal, um, pour the milk in first, put the cereal on top. No way. No, no because then, the, then it's like, yeah. I'd only do that if I, if I, you know, pounded through the one bowl. Sure, you pour milk some left, on the milk. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta get back into eating cereal. I used to love it. Life is uh, Ugh. not full out. You, you feel alphabet. like it's a, I'm not eating yeah. kashi. That's not cereal. That's yeah. a that's metamucil with milk in. It. And I'm not eating any of that healthy stuff. I grape eat, nuts will break oh, your teeth. No thanks. I used what to about eat the, golden grams. Those are good. Those are great. Yeah. Forgot about golden grams. Mm. All right, I'm gonna go to the store. <laughs> couple of bases fun facts. Sports teams first visited the White House. Had to be the 80s. 1865. Oh, my God. I thought, I thought it was recent. President Andrew Johnson welcomed baseball's Washington, Washington Nationals and Brooklyn Atlantics. To the, to for, he came to the, visit the White House. For no reason? There um, wasn't a World Series champion, so the teams just showed up? I guess so. Huh. They were the first ones invited. They were the first teams ever. 1865? 1865. Baseball was like four. 
Lincoln had been dead for three years. Two, what was it? One I year. One. They suspended baseball for World War One, World War Two, and the Civil War. <laughs> That's right. We tried to get it going, but you know, we uh, flights to Atlanta were impossible. WD-40 got its name because it took inventors 40 tries to get the formula right. Bi-weekly has two definitions. One, it likes both boys and girls. Happening every two weeks or happening twice a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Science has finally figured out uh, why clowns are so scary to people. It's the makeup and the person underneath it. The carny that's cool right. <laughs> it's the horrible gypsy that's trying to rape you. That's the thing that makes clowns scary. They pulled a thousand people of all ages. Fifty-four percent of them say they're scared of them at least a little bit. Five percent extremely afraid. They're horrifying. Uh, hidden emotional signals, meaning their makeup makes them impro- impossible to read, so you can't tell if they're happy, angry. Or about to murder it you. It depends on where, like, see clowns where you're supposed to see clowns, not scary. Clowns where you're not supposed to be clowns. It's like Dilbert talking about race. It's like he's way out of his lane. Why is there a clown at the QT? I don't, and, then, and they and they can't turn it off. Like a clown just can't go in and get himself a Yoo-Hoo and some gum and pay for it. He's got to turn around and do the face and the little side to side. Like, stop being a clown. I get the makeup. That says everything. It's Make- It's April. You shouldn't be in a disguise. You're going to rob this place. Negative portrayals in the media. No. Things like the movie It taught us to be afraid of them. I'm saying, uh, you know, John Gacy didn't help the uh, clowning industry at all. Anything that appeals to children that, you know, can lure them in is an automatic fear-based thing. It should be like it's. I think it's just that fight or flight mechanism we've got. That somebody trying to like a child that doesn't know them isn't up to good stuff. And there's the, which brings up number three. You're kind of touching on it. Their behavior is unpredictable. It makes us nervous. Yeah. Are you guys scared of clowns? I'm horrified. Of really? Them. Yeah. I don't. I'm not really. And that's the thing. It's like nobody ever says, "Oh, look at this." <laughs> Oops, sorry. <laughs> nobody ever. This in the house. It's the uh, the circus. Nobody ever says, look at this f- clown, and is happy to say it. They it's don't not look- a compliment. It's like Brett's acting like a f- clown. I don't mind clowns so much. It, it, the mimes, and I don't know oh. if they're technically the clowns, thing. but uh, yeah. they, they're worse. They don't quite yeah, look don't like human. Them. Special needs clowns. I don't like them at all. It's something called uh, <laughs> they are. the R word of clowns. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> they're clown redskins. Yes. Something called uncanny valley effect. <laughs> yeah. In the stupid he answers wall. so quickly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't get being trapped in the box. Yeah. Everybody can do it. Like, the first time you see it, you're like, oh, that's neat. And then you're like, but wait, it's easy. And you start, <laughs> like, I can pretend to be trapped in a box, too. I just have to make sure that my... Pull the rope. Yeah, yeah. I can do the goddamn Macarena, too. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, and then the rope thing. Some of them do some good stuff. You're like, oh, that's pretty good. But it's, you know, we went through a love affair with clowns when I was a little boy. Like, TV loved, like, mimes and stuff. They had Shields and Yarnell and TV he was shows. Up in, uh... You know, Sedona for a while. That He's dude's still alive. Yeah. Doing memory. I bought a book. He was in the gallery. About the mines? I bought his book. Every page is that? blank. And he signed it. Did he? Invisible And he drew a little sketching on it. <laughs> like I'm trapped in a box. Yeah, and then he started miming. Of course the he did. Why would he you do that? He can't help he, it. He can't. 
He can't. He's the he's the guy who can't turn the switch. He's the car salesman that, that asks his family to. You got to talk to his manager to pass the salt. Mimes. Mimes might be worse than clowns. You might be right. I think so. But I don't like anybody that. At least mimes aren't trying to lure children into a van. I don't get that vibe. You don't think they're doing the rope and stuff like that, trying to? No, I think mimes kind of keep to themselves. They're always in a. They're in the middle of a town square. Mimes never show up to kids' parties. There's something wrong with somebody that puts all that makeup on, and then uh, and then goes to a. Stri- no adult wants to hang around children that aren't theirs. No one. No, you don't. You certainly. Like, hey, there's a party at my house. It's gonna be like 15 or 16, eight year olds. Absolutely, absolutely not. not. A normal person says no to that. Unless they've got a kid to drop off. Childless people don't want to be around kids. What about Pat McMahon and Bafo? I rest my case. <laughs> you know, Brett, it was the fastest way into the world of children that I was always after. I love talking to the kinder because we're the same size. Except for I love 300 spots. pounds. <laughs> I wanted to be a Catholic priest, but given my height... And shape, every time I masturbated, it would have been a one-man show, a doctrine of the Catholic diocese. 43-year-old Robert Siegfried, he lives in southern Wisconsin, hasn't had a ton of luck with online dating, so he recently rented a billboard to find himself a wife. He lives in Janesville, which is about 70 miles outside of Milwaukee. The billboard says, date Robert, Wisconsin's number one eligible bachelor. And there's a picture of him with a cowboy hat, belt buckle, sunglasses. Um, I got a picture of the billboard for you. He says he's looking for a uh, local, honest woman. There's a phone number you can call. (laughs) Gotta be local, though. You can text message, leave him a text message. He's planning to rent more billboards over the next few weeks, if necessary. Does he not know about the internet? Well, he was trying uh, Tinder. Farmers only. And the other ones. He just hasn't been, you know... Hitting the app, so he's like, let's do this. Well, a news, a news channel story. picks up on it, and uh, they do a little interview with her. And the lady reporter, he uh, asks her out during the interview. He's desperate for love. That's the problem. She declined. Yeah, you're hitting too many. You're swinging at all the pitches, man. She politely declined, and then... Um, <laughs> Date Robert. The part that might be more of a deal breaker, though, is the station covering the story... Felt the need to list the on uh, the final detail at the end. They noted that Felon. someone filed a restraining order against him last year. Look. Don't have details. It's still an active. It's one. a four-year restraining order oh, that's wow. apparently still in effect. He also uh, he also faced a disorderly conduct charge last year. I don't think anyway, I to talk about. looking for a local. You want to move to Wisconsin? And I'm worried about that. Give him a whirl. The old lady filed one on me. I think. Be quiet about it. I'm not sure if that's accurate. He's got the dude juice. I know what <laughs> You want some of my dude juice? We found Robert, and he wants a date. You want to go out with yeah, me? I'm Robert, the farmer. Hey, how come he, how come he, I'm trying to do the news story. Get your hand off my ass. Robert likey a lot. <laughs> Please stop it, Robert. You got a sister or anything quick? I must be dying. Next billboard, don't date that Jan bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That news lady's a real C-word. And I don't mean cowgirl. <laughs> Cops in Central California had to ask people to stop calling 911 about Jupiter and Venus last week. Right. They've been really bright. 
and close together in the sky. I stared at them the other night. People thought they were UFOs. I stared at them to see if they were moving. Because they are bright and they're close. They're like close together. Like it looks like two planes are in the they are. There's path. a picture of what they're kind of seeing. Yep. It's neat, And if the though. clouds are moving, it looks like they're moving. Yeah, it screws you up. They were pretty powerful the other day. Got to... Uh, I wouldn't call the police, though. What they do about well, they do. it? They, there's a couple of really bright lights in the sky. Like, all right, lunatic. What do you want me to do? <laughs> right, right. Call the military. Oh, well, can you imagine calling Ben for yeah. that? <laughs> hey, Ben, I don't know if you've seen this, but... Seems like we're being invaded by aliens. You're going to get your six-shooter out and start popping those guys for me? At least put them in handcuffs or keep an eye on it? A couple of dudes. Canine unit out on that? They got Caro out there. I'm uh, active, so he's putting tape around the earth. Charlie Lake be out with her shotgun again. (laughs) I understand. We got ourselves some alien (laughs) That is who you call. Carrie, you might have noticed up north there. I don't know if that's Jupiter or bad guys, but uh, you might want to point skyward again. A couple of dudes uh, that lived near Atlanta recently stole a bunch of stuff from a Sam's Club. So much they could barely fit it in their car. They walked off with several gaming systems and other random stuff like electronic uh, toothbrushes. Wow. The cops were able to catch up with them about 10 miles down the road when they had to stop to recharge their Tesla. Wow. They're they're into the technology. Takes about 30 minutes to fully... Charge well, a bunch of douches. They had about eighty-seven hundred dollars. I mean, come on! Right. You go Assholes. in with a full charge. You, gonna... you get a free one for your garage when you buy it. Well, not free, but you got to have it installed. They offer it. You could you just charge it overnight, and all your thievery is fully charged the whole next day. I don't know how they both fit in the car because I saw a picture of the Tesla. It was loaded, eighty-seven hundred dollars worth of merch. Yeah, well, I pay for the charger. Eighty-seven hundred dollars worth of tech. Technological merch, though, is not well. You, it's it's a lot. I was going to say, you know, those gaming units are in boxes. Yeah, I would have bought a PS5 from them for sure. Yeah, thousand percent. Well, they're, they're still hard to get. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you get one yet? No, not yet. They're impossible. <laughs> no. Sorry I got fooled. I went Sorry to, to uh, where was I? Was I Best Buy? And they had the boxes. Right. Go. And, and, box. and it's empty. And it says uh, on order. You can order them. Like, what'd you do with the one that was in this box? That's when you just want to drop kick it across the store. Yeah. You son of a you bitch. Bastards. I went to pick it up and it's that thing where you're like, CT. You expect a little weight. Yeah. Well, maybe they put it in at the counter. Maybe they've got yeah. it back there. And they I, put it in the well, box. Well, I just thought maybe after I picked it up, I'm like, oh. Because they don't want people stealing it. you got to take the box to the counter, and then they give you the then real box. No, the real on one, the box, yeah. it said. It's oh, like Costco. You take them that cardboard piece, yeah. and they give you whatever it's like it's like October 6th or something was the earliest I could have it. Like, that's way too long. I think I could get a couple Asian kids to build me one by then. A couple guys in a Tesla right to steal now. you one. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Keep an eye on full Teslas. They're full of cool stuff for sale. And now it's time for some Wild America. All right. And go. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild America. There's this uh, goose couple. Who? It's a goose couple. Oh, I think it's a noose. No. What Blossom the hell is and Bud. that? They're a pair of uh, gooses. Geeses? That have been um, living at the uh, Riverside Cemetery in uh, Marshalltown, uh, Iowa. The great band Been band together name. for years. Living at the cemetery. Great band name. Well, they came back uh, the following year, been together, and Blossom was missing. Oh, no. Uh, he died. Um, 
Bud all of a sudden then Blossom shows up, he's back in, and then Bud is missing. They separate every now and but they always pair up. So Bud passes away. The geese, so right? Blossom is widowed. The cemetery puts out a personal ad just recently. On a billboard? And that Robert guy banged the goose? <laughs> and I'll date your goose. On a farm, happened to have a goose named Frankie. And Frankie lost their mate. All right, this story They is... paired them up. I now need a mad chalkboard yeah. here because yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm lost. There's a goose that died. Here's another goose that needs a goose. And then this guy's got a goose. Going to make goose friends with this goose. And they're going to be best friends. And then maybe Mike Love. That's what they like to do when you're a goose, goose gander. Long way around on that yeah. play, John. Oof. For and nine years, they've been goose humping, and then it but ended, what and if now she's they're not back ready? She, they paired up. Whore. Because they were forced let to. The, let the, a forced rape. Yeah, let the goose body get cold, for Christ's sake, you slut. <laughs> Maybe she wanted to just, you know. Just whore around. Yeah, and then she's got this guy chasing her around. I don't think geese asked permission. I don't think that's consensual. I don't think she had an option. That was why we were at the golf course on Sunday and a couple of geese about to fight, wrapping their necks around each other. And the next thing you know, one's trying to get on the other one and she'd run off. And I'm like, oh, it's mating season at the golf course. Eggs it is a laying. It doesn't look like she's she's not too into it. I noticed the ducks have been moving up into our neighborhood more to lay the eggs. You never really see the goose on her back with her legs open. Although I'd that's like a to. Lo- that's a loose <laughs> well, not. I'm just saying. All right, don't. Oh, my geez. joke was better than you. You ruined it. I was going down a fun road, and you invited goddamn Kirby, age six, into the party. Thanks. Loose goose. Who needs you? Go to, the, go to the bodega. He's going to talk about consensual goose sex. That's a loose goose. Waka waka. You owe us all an item from the bodega. No, what he owes us is a day where he comes in in clown makeup and squirts seltzer on us after no, his crappy joke. No, I'd be afraid, but I know who he is, so it's deep down, it's not that scary. This dude that lives in Daytona Beach gets a knock on the door at 9.42 p.m. Ugh. Answers it, opens it up. What do you want? Still bothered. Bit by an alligator. Oh. Alligator was at the front door. Hits the front door. The guy answers it. And he goes right in. Seven foot or almost an eight foot long alligator. You don't have a peephole? Ring? You, Hello? This could be you. Because you love to answer that door of yours. Yeah, you do. Yeah, oh, oh, so new friend. New friend. Ah, my legs. New friend is toothy. Maybe it was the peephole that he was looking at and it couldn't see the... Then you don't answer. Sidewalk. Well, he answered. How long did you say it was? How, <laughs> how narrow is his people? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> his people needs to be expanded a little. A little fisheye on that, at least, to see. I can see out my peephole all the way yeah. to my neighbor's house. Sweet. He went to the hospital. He didn't peephole. He's okay. He, braided. he got some punctures yep. in his uh, upper thigh, but. We got company! <laughs> Get the intimates! <laughs> State certified trapper Curtis Lucas <laughs> captured the gator. Put him down. Put him down for being a gator? Yeah. They're doing that a lot. That one that ate that 80 year old lady on the golf course, they killed all of them and swept the whole course. Yeah, they went That's in and just they're swept knocking them, them all out. Yeah. Man. They need places like, to hide. People are delicious. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> they live in those little boxes. <laughs> just go bang on the door, the dumb ones will answer. Hello, Fred. Well, up your way down there. Oh, my legs. <laughs> Jesus, Fred was Christ. right. They do answer the door. That was easy. <laughs>
Yeah, I don't uh, don't answer your door, Brady. The last is a little uh, Wild America. Brand new video. This guy in Louisiana filmed uh, these sharks, a wild feeding frenzy. This is Brady porn. Yeah, fish eating. Yeah, best, I've never seen them best of all this world. big spread out, but huh? they're going crazy. Just sharks eating. That's it. That's it? Shark feeding frenzy. The, the That's all part like of your sh- wild America. Like shark swimming the frenzy. hell is this? Shark swimming around. Richard Dreyfus. Enjoy your wild America, Brett. Oh, God. It's so tough. It is Brady porn. I gotta show the world this. Hoopa drives a boat, chief. <laughs> <laughs> Farewell and adieu, my fair Spanish lady. This guy in uh, Oregon. It's not over yet. No, it's just fish swimming for hours for the, you know, the people who just got the tennis ball catch and awakenings. This is the first video they show them afterwards. It's like they ease them back into society with these boring videos. You've seen the videos that we've been playing. Look right? at the choppers. I'm just saying. All right, you've seen the videos we've been playing. <laughs> He's still trying to sell it. There were no choppers oh, to uh, how in the yeah, I didn't even see a face. It was just a, it was water sloshing around. I closed it out. Enjoy your wild there. All right. Well, oh, now I, he's I, indignant. Yeah, now he's being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> F you guys. Yeah, I, that was a good video. <laughs> no Chinaman getting spun under a train. <laughs> there has to be a payoff. The video has to have a payoff. All those fish swimming around would have been neat. If suddenly a guy came bobbing out going, help. Right. Now we've got something. Or a goose, those geese we were talking about. This dude uh, got stranded in a snowstorm in uh, Oregon. He was in the Willamette. uh, It doesn't matter. The Willamette National Forest. And uh, the snow came down so fast his car got buried in there. And uh, he did the smart thing. He stayed in the car. Didn't go out walking for help. Right. But he did have a drone in his uh, car. And he attached his phone to the drone, put a text message in it, and flew it up 200 feet so it could catch a signal in the tower. And it did. It worked. The text got to a friend of his. Oh, so he sent it. So there is no sense. So he got to it. Yeah. So he put it up to a height where it could pick up the signal. And he was rescued. How did he get the drone out? He wasn't trapped in the car. No, he stayed in his car, oh, okay. but rather than leaving the car, they say if you are in a snowstorm, yeah, you walk do is, you know, you're not going to last as long. No. Interesting. This lady that worked at Boeing, uh, she'd been employed there for thir- over 30 years. And um, it, the last production of the last 747 went through the, the production line. So she went to the gas station and bought a lottery ticket using the numbers. 747? Part of it. And won $755 million. Well, that's pretty good. Seven... uh, Buy her own now. Yeah. Yeah, she gave the uh, Fred Meyer store where she got 50 grand, tipped them to uh, have a party, and they got their money for selling a ticket, then donated... uh, 
more money to a food bank. That's nice. And she's going to take this seven hundred million. And she's going to be all right. Live her life. She's still going to work. <laughs> she's thinking fifty million. No, now. she's not. No. <laughs> now I'm going to make seven sixty-sevens. This last was for Brett. This was on uh, Reddit. This couple went to a wedding. And they said about uh, two hours into the wedding, the DJ says, all right, a little break here. I'm going to play my new single for you guys. Oh, no. God. He rolls out his music, and they said it was the most, it was the worst song they've ever heard. I just but, raped the bride in the back <laughs> room. it at the wedding. God. She spread those legs wide in the back room. Her husband doesn't know, and he's crying in the back room. I just raped your wife in the back room. Uh, we get it. The message is clear. Her name is Helen, and she was married this afternoon. I raped her in the back room. Stop it. I got a couple of radio videos. The first one's a slow motion scorpion. This kid oh. jumps off a like a barrier for uh, waves in a beach. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm looking at oh. cars right now. <laughs> you got that one. Oh, it's right <laughs> after the uh, the cougar that I said. Nope. Hatch a cougar? Again, nothing. Oh. Oh, right. Skip that one. That one in so the, much for the waves. Yeah, sorry, Get to one. this little Prius that's about to run someone over. Or stop to watch fish. Carmelo here. Yeah, box of Carmelo. I don't know what that means. Let's just watch it. She breaks for uh, the dog that runs out in front of her. Oh, good. Yeah. A dog? Oh, and the motorcycle behind her does not pay attention to the brake. Oh, no, he did good, though. He He did good. Yeah. He's stuck in the windshield, though. (laughs) New Vision Autoglass will take care of that. No explanation needed. Why is there an ass print in this? (laughs) Box of Carmelo. Just uh, go ahead and Google that. You'll see exactly what happened to my car. But the dog's alive, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Jeez. Good. And the, the dog doesn't keep going. The dog stops in front of the car to watch the motorcycle because the yeah. dog's like, ha, ha, yeah. Watch this. I, I did this all the time. It's in Mexico. And here's something absolutely disgusting. Okay. Oh, it's going to be snot. <laughs> yes, I knew it. I knew that was going to happen. Oh, savage. Oh, my God. That is horrible. That's macaroni and cheese coming out of that guy's nose. Wow. He needs some mexicillin on that one. I just raped the bride's wife in the back room. Lesbian wedding. <laughs> you and Adam, <laughs> you and Adam should get together and do that one. Adam Ray, right? yeah. And when it was all over, I raped the bride's mom in the back room. Cause I'm a rapist and a DJ. We'll be back with more Cool in the Gang. <laughs> what? Why? I didn't say it was a good song. I just told you it was my new single. We'll be back. I love that. We're There's a cock in the room and he doesn't even know it. Because I was raping his wife. Stop singing! You should do a new single. You should. No. Next wedding, no. you should do Brett's new single. No, it was bad enough when I had to ride up to an event with the promo staff. And one of the guy pulled out. He started playing his band in the car. <laughs> there isn't. And I'm like, oh. And on top of that, it was reggae. I'm like, oh, oh Jesus Christ. Let All me right. walk back from surprise. Hey, you doing? I'm Brett Vesley. I'm your DJ. And I'd just like to, uh, you know, let you guys know we're going to take a break. Here's my latest. All right. Who's with me? <laughs> I raped the wife in the back room. And you can't do a thing about it. I know Sammy the Bull. 
And he's standing in the car. Please, Brett. No. Start rolling out some singles. No. I don't know why Brett doesn't do more of that. Make weddings fun again. All right, everybody. Time for you guys to, uh, before the first dance, start extending a little courtesy towards the disc jockey. The tip jar is available. Also, this is my father, Kurt. Think maybe you wander over, give him an envelope. <laughs> my boy's doing amazing work here. He's getting all the songs you guys are asking for. I haven't seen the tip jar fill up even a little bit. I'm in a quandary. I don't know what to do. I give better you, be good. The guy's got a piece. I give you the fruit of my loins. He entertains. But for what reason? There's no payoff. He's not Johnny Fontaine. <laughs> Somebody come up and tip my boy. Lady, quit crying. Like a woman. Brett's weddings would be more fun. All right, time for the father-daughter dance. <laughs> this isn't what we chose. I chose it. Deal with it. You dance to ministry now. <laughs> anyway. Now you, what do you got? Or you got videos? You already did yours. What do you got? Yeah, we had the sharks. <laughs> oh, that's right. Was that you too? Did no. you steal your thunder? No. Sorry if I did. No, oh, he'd, have, he'd have beheaded sharks or something. That would be pretty great. There'd be a payoff. Oh, oh, yeah. There'd be blood. Blood in the water. All right. This one, uh, when you're coming up to the border, kind of be careful. Uh-oh. Maybe Maybe some mouth hugs going on here or what? something. Uh-oh. We got uh, the border crossing. It's a clearly a... Who are we looking at? Somebody's going to be stopping here uh-huh. soon. Oh, oh, you'll yeah, see. I'm building up. Be patient. Yep. Someone's going for the express lane. Semi's going through. Oh, 100 mil- oh, oh my God. 100 million miles an hour into the, the barrier in the gore point. Wow. How about that barrier, though, huh? Hey, they held up. <laughs> and traffic kept flowing on the other. There was no nothing wow. but clean up. Is that like an F-150? What flies what by is. the camera? That, that's what I thought, too. I think it was a door or something. Okay. You think? That's a good 70 feet of okay, yeah, flying. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, there's a bunch of dead people. Thanks for that, Brett. All right. It's pretty good. mild. Yeah, well, it's mild. <laughs> it's not like watching... Fish swimming, exciting, but in the place you'd least expect it, the ocean. I got to be honest, Indignant Brady's one of my yeah, he's favorite things ever. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I told you I'm keeping a mile. Yes. Yeah, all right, here's Just another car. A motorcycle action here. It's a semi. I don't like seeing those in your video. Oh, he goes under the semi. Oh, he's the? done. He's done. Oh, 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 God, why? Oh. There are two of them on that bike. I don't know what this is. Oh, this is the aftermath. This is the aftermath of the motorcycle wreck. Well, there's. Why did why did this? Why do you show oh, this? Oh, that one's moving. That one's moving. Not dead. They're just snapping in their faces. There's a dog. That same dog from Brady's oh, first. Oh, a child. Okay, all right. Oh my god. Not a child. God. Is that a child? It might be a child. So. Whoa. Ooh, those pants were too tight. I think she just died from her pants being too I think tight. The motorcycle couldn't yeah. get up to speed. Wow. Yikes. I guess I'll end with that because I was going to end with the, just something else, but it's like that's not. Hey, I didn't know that? the aftermath was going to show. Tripled up. up. I mean, this one's just this one's not bad here. I'll just all right. I'll go easy with this one. A little skateboarding a little accident. Cleanser. Yeah. All right, here we go. He's going down a skateboard of stairs. He missed it. Oh no! There's a leg. 
First one, there's a double break. The ankle goes, then the shin. Oh, he's going down these stairs. He's, the leap is up. Skateboard's out of my roll. One, two. Oh. Oh, oh man. Oh. I'm not a doctor, but that's going to need to be set. They're going to chopped off. Oh, God. The bridesmaid gives good head. Who's with me now? Would you stop singing originals, sir? This guy's yelling at me about my music. Right, stop it. it. You're making me sound like Sandler now. <laughs> no. You hired the, the whole thing, pal. <laughs> hey, you get the whole package when you hire Johnny Electric. you seen my brochure. Yeah. How many people think the youngest boy's retarded? I do. Nobody says that his eyes are too far apart. He's singing about our son. <laughs> this isn't original. He's making it up on the fly. Anybody notice that Grandma pissed during the ceremony and hasn't changed her dress? It's a terrifying day at wedding 301. Brett, you wouldn't have to save to. money because it's a Thursday <laughs> on the venue. <laughs> I've got a bargain basement lyricist over to my left. He fills in every once in a while. Brett, you wouldn't have to take your band out to weddings if you'd get that wife of yours on OnlyFans, yeah. and you'd get that PS5. <laughs> Ooh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, it's not a bad idea to write a song about the Thursday wedding. Like <laughs> These people are cheap, and I predict a divorce. They got married on a Thursday, of course. For the 35% off the venue. Half off my next DJ if you let me play yeah. your divorce. If you can't afford a weekend wedding, you're not ready yet. <laughs> Facts. You're making people life for you out there. You're making That's people true. take days off for your nuptials. It's wrong. It's Thursday at five. What were you thinking? Dave Ramsey said. These people can't even get drinking because they gotta go to work tomorrow. You're too cheap. To have a Friday wedding, but I raped the bride in the back room. <laughs> John, didn't you say your buddy Nathan Sutherland used to sing or something like that? He's a rapper. Him yeah. being at a no, wedding. No, don't start that. We don't need to imagine him at new places. He's locked in where he's. Dilbert does the cartoon. Nathan stays at Hacienda. We don't. We don't tour Nathan. Anyway, well there you go. That. Is your Brady Report brought to you by our friends at Hooters. It's 98. All right, there you go. A little zombie for you. Uh, second time this morning. Our wake-up song and that. Uh, I'm just reading an article. I'm kind of distracted. I, I, I think we have a new uh, heel of the year candidate to go along with some of the others this year, like uh, James Taylor's in the mix. I think we had a couple yeah. of Toledo's keeping track of this. But before we do that, I was just reading about a Russian TikTok time traveler. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just, I am... Uh, Today, years old at 8.43 in the morning, when I found out that TikTok time travelers are out there, and there's a lot of them, evidently, and they all they all claim to be posting from the future, and all of them have bad news. Like, not one of them's like, oh, it's, Amazon's going to get better, and they'll be floating card. Nope, it's all, evidently, in uh, May of 2030, he said there's going to be a world war, but this time it'll be north versus south. 
I guess we're dividing the earth by the equator, and we're going to fight Africa and South America, who we're not even mad at. He's a Russian guy, and he started shouting about that. Says uh, all the NATO countries will get bombed. It won't matter if you're British, American, German, whatever. If you're NATO, you're getting bombed. And then we fire a counter, and then after seven years, it ends. And then there's a baby boom, and there's too many people from it. And then uh, another thirty years after that, gone. He also says he's looking for a friend of his. If you've uh, if you know where chaos is, uh, if you report back to the time traveler, that'd be nice. Should he know? That's what I. Uh, that's why time travel to me has never made sense. Shouldn't he? He should be able to like pop back and find right. the last known whereabouts, and then keep an eye on him. You've seen the one point twenty one gigawatts. He's there. <laughs> exactly. You know? I mean, like you know, Marty and Doc always knew where each other. Right. Like, and if not, you get back in the DeLorean and you go, okay, he must be a few days ago. I'll check his house again. You just keep what going back to you your find time him. dial is busted. Right. Oh. Then you say some, but you're a TikTok time traveler. You've got that special Hewlett Packard. Uh, yeah, patch. I think would be. Like our Safe. IT guy, I'm going to ask him today. I'm like, hey, I'm thinking about signing up for TikTok, IT guy, Mike. Uh, do you mind popping in there and putting that time travel patch in that so I can go ahead and see what's going on? Didn't come back with stock tips. Didn't come back with how to help yourself. No, exactly. we're all going to Why wasn't he buying Apple right. when it was, uh, you know, first offered for a dollar a share? And right. Here's lottery the other numbers. Thing. Well, he's, he's coming you know. from the future. He's not, if he was in the back, he'd tell us. But it's the future, oh, he could tell us like a new okay. thing. So uh, what I don't understand is why doesn't he... Travel back in time instead of warning us. Fix it. Yeah. Go back and make it so it never happened. We wouldn't be any the wiser at this point. Again, my argument to time travel is, as we understand it, it cannot exist because if it was invented, it would always be invented. The day it gets invented, it's existed throughout time. And nobody seems to be able to wrap their head around that minor bit of quantum physics. The second time travel's invented, it existed from the beginning. So we would know about it. It doesn't just show up one day. If it's out there, it will be out there it's forever. Old news. Yeah, the second it's invented, all of us will have will wake up in the morning with knowledge of the time travel system and how it works and when our flight leaves. Because you can't just have a guy go, I invented time travel. It doesn't just show up. Because the second he goes back to 1920, it's existed since then. So then we would know about it. Everything would be different. The dumbest. It's the dumbest sci-fi that can't exist as we know it. Now, there might be a black hole or something we can't understand yet that'll suck us into something else. But it won't necessarily be time travel. The quantum, the quantum realm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand enough about that. But stop with that. And TikTok time travelers that actually get time on huge news sites. I mean, we have to be better at dismissing loonies. I mean, laugh at, laugh at him for sure. But uh, uh, anyway, it's time now for a 2023 look at possible heel of the year candidate. Uh, today's candidate is a guy out in uh, a man in custody in Mesa because last Friday afternoon, uh, it was a road rage incident on Alma School and Broadway roads. Uh, victims, uh, the victim told officers he was driving on Broadway when he accidentally cut off a gray car. The driver of that car then pulled up to the passenger side of the truck and said, I'm going to kill you. Road rage. Uh, he said the man then moved to the driver's side and he heard a loud pop. Police say the victim quickly made a U-turn and drove away, pulled over to check out the truck, nothing but a bullet hole in the pillar that separates the front and back seats. Then he noticed that his dog was bleeding from the head. Uh, I took the dog to the uh, nearby vet and an x-ray showed that there was a bullet in the skull. The victim 
provided the description of the police, and they arrested 44-year-old Charles Bray, who was this uh, day's potential heel of the year. He shot a guy's dog for cutting him off. The dog survived? Well, Brady, I haven't gotten to that part yet because I can't read that deep into it. I want to know. The dog has survived the shooting. Thank God. Which is good news. He accidentally cut a guy off, and he shot his dog. I don't care if the dog lived or not. Your intention was to kill the dog. You are a candidate for 2023's We Live Amongst Them Heel of the Year, Charles Bray. And if you know Charles or any of his family, today is the day to shame them mercilessly out loud in their uh, homes or, uh, you know, a workplace or anything else. If you see them outside, please, by all means, shame the Brays for even having the courage to show their faces today as our uh, miserable, absolute, horrible, horrible people that they are. I can't believe that's a thing. I don't know. I might wait a couple of days. Why? I get shot at. Nope. He's he's under surveillance. Well, I don't know about the rest uh, of the Bray family. I am I am casting shame upon him nearly immediately. Shame. Hey, shame. That's it. I heard you were nominated for shame. Heel of the year. Good luck. It's uh, there's nothing worse than a person who will shoot a dog. Make him walk baseline. Yeah, well, shame walk. <laughs> yeah. Shame. A sinner comes before you. Shame. And begs. No forgiveness. Shame. Always give the Bray shame. If the Bray, if the Bray children are, are in your area, shame them again and say, "Oh, your father was nominated for heel of the year for shooting that guy's dog for a simple traffic infraction where nothing happened. You got cut off. Big deal. Sure, you get mad, you scream, you yell inside your car, you turn Dua Lipa down for a second, and you scream, "I'm gonna f- kill that guy." You don't actually do it. You certainly don't shoot his pet. So to Charles Bray and his family, I give you... Shame. You are... Shame. In the clubhouse. Shame. For heel of the year. Made the list. You have made our list. Charles Bray. The dog, however, is alive. Although, can't do math anymore. Yeah. How about that, though? Got the description, got the car. Cops are like, we know who that is. Drove over to Charles Bray's house. Hey, Charles, did you shoot a dog? The man cut me off, mother f- All right, get in the car, Charles. Jesus. little dramatic. Buddy, they live amongst us. They're out on the roads with us. Worst. Right there on Alma School and Broadway. Brett, we've been up in that area. Oh, yeah? Trying to avoid people who go to Westwood. For years. You know, Probably went to Westwood. Little Mexican girl you kind of liked, and then she said, I live over here. And you're like, Jesus Christ, I'm not driving to your house. <laughs> you live by Westwood. You ain't that hot. You are not. Even, plus, you're going to get pregnant fast. I think I want to take you out. Mm-hmm. Take me out of this five-mile radius of where you live, maybe, but. Brett's first Sunday Jane dinner Osama. over there. They know Selma High. family. <laughs> I don't think Brett's going to go in and meet no. the family. Hey, what's up, homie? Oh, I'm in the wrong place. Although you all have nice t-shirts on. Yeah, I don't know. They might think you're one of them for a minute until you start going, what is this? This red sauce. This isn't the stuff I'm used to. It's Manudo. All, Manudo. My sister met you at the wave park. <laughs> hey, let me smell your hand for a second, Mr. Chlorine. 
You smell like big surf and bad ideas. Oh. Your finger got my sister pregnant. Yeah, anyway, that's beside the point. Don't shoot a man's dog. It's like kicking a guy in the pills. Unless you're in a fight with him, you just don't you don't lead with that. Shoot a man. You don't shoot people or things in general. But you really don't shoot a guy's dog. He didn't cut you off. That's that John Wick stuff. You shoot one of my dogs, I'm taking you, your kids. I'm, I'm, I'll gladly go to jail. If you shoot you shoot uh, Jack Ham or Yardley because I made a mistake driving, I will hunt you down. Your kids are going to go. Everything in your family disappears if you have the, if you sh- mother shoot my dog. A very specific set of skills. Going to kill you and your kids for even thinking about putting a bullet in my dog's head. I cut you off. Get over it, bitch. We all get cut off. Don't kill a man's dog. Anyway, Charles Bray. What, what, what do we do, Brady? Put him on the list. Shame. You don't like this segment. Shame. I ain't got to judge a guy. And... Somebody shoots Shame. one of your dogs, are you going to invite him in? That's when I kind of want Brady on a redemption tour. Like revenge. <laughs> guy does something stupid to you. You just snap. I'm going to kill him and his kids. Which he was never born. I mean, think about that. Even Brady sitting in his car cuts a guy off. Guy says, I'm going to kill you, and then shoots Kiva. He'd yep. have a hard time not killing his whole family. Once they gave me the name, ooh, I'd be doing some Googling. Find out where you live. It's Kirby in the back. Back seat. Huh? It's Kirby in the back seat. Well, the dog's more. probably in the back seat, too, right? He almost but had I'm that saying, happen on the way back. You have yeah, dogs. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. If it did to your dog, if it did to my daughter. Well, sure, but I'm, we're I mean, talking about dogs their... here. Of course, the, the yeah. dog is... If that's my point. You shoot a dog, you're lower than even shooting at a person. Shooting I got at cut a person off twice yesterday. Right. Yeah. I didn't kill anybody. Oh. I didn't shoot their pets. Uh, Kirby got involved in this. You don't want to start killing people. That's an automatic. He shot your daughter in the head. The dude's just flat out going. You shoot my dog. You might have a chance you might walk the streets again. And guess who you're going to run into? My f- I'll blast you. Get Kirby in the front seat. It's about time you moved her up. But you're not an Uber driver. That's where Ronnie goes. <laughs> well, then the dog goes they in the They fight back over seat. it. Quit arguing the story. The dog's in the back seat most of the time. If Kirby's in the back and the dog's in the front, he's picking your least favorite. He's going to the back seat. <laughs> uh, it's 8.55. Anyway. Charles Bray, welcome to the list, you heel. Uh, it's 8.55. If you get cut off today, you know what? Take a breath. Nothing happened. Move on. Get angry and scream inside the car. That's what we all do. Horrible, horrible slurs at whoever did it. It's the privacy of our own vehicle. We're allowed to do whatever we want in there. It's a safe space. Just don't kill anyone. Uh, we got the hot releases coming up in just moments. It's 98 some P.O.D. for you. It's the youth of the nation and uh, that song is now 22 years old so now it's kind of the middle-aged people of the nation. Yeah. <laughs> no longer the youth of the nation. You're now kind of the the driving dad force of the nation. Maybe the uh, band will change up the lyrics. Yeah. We are, we are the middle-aged dads of the nation. Yeah, it was 20 when you wrote that. It's 22 years ago. And that's just giving you that you were 20. You were probably in your late 20s. So you're probably 40 to 50 years old. No longer the youth of the nation. 
slowly becoming obsolete of the nation. I'm getting in. I'm in a discussion online with two people. First guy, I understood the first guy. They're defending Dilbert's creator, Scott Adams. All right. Basically, both of them had the same opinion, which was you got to listen to the whole thing. Like, no, you don't. Smart people understand that when you do that, the snippets and tidbits are all they're going to take. So if you're going to go down that avenue, you better have a pretty well-formulated plan about how blacks don't need to be with whites. Because they're going to just pick and choose the parts that look bad. Second, uh, one of them said, and I'm not going to use their names because it seems like they're, they're reasonable people. They're not being jerks. He said, yeah, but he's got FU money, so he doesn't care that he's going to get canceled. And there's where the problem lives. There's where people hate this. Scott Adams, creator of Dilbert, made a fortune not doing that kind of thing in Dilbert and gaining the trust of people that he wouldn't do those kind of things and made a lot of money off a lot of people. And then in the end, turns out and goes, by the way, now that I've got FU money, f- the blacks. You feel like you got duped. You got fooled. I've been giving this guy money under the guise that he's kind of fun-loving Dilbert creator Scott Adams. He kept all that hidden. He kept his true beliefs behind him. And suddenly he wants to spout off. That's why people get upset at that. Americans hate one thing more than anything else, being fooled. We hate the magic trick of, oh, I thought you were someone else because you sold me that for years. And now you've got FU money and you expect me to respect your opinion when it's that off the... Where was that during Dilbert, Mr. Brave Guy? It's kind of a pussy's way out to say, now that I'm not afraid of losing, I'm going to say some really horrible stuff. But I knew to protect that while I was building my empire. I've had these thoughts all along. I've I've thought he didn't just come onto his brain a year ago. He's had these thoughts for a long time. He kept them under wraps because it would have hurt the product. Now that he doesn't care about the product, he's like, and by the way, here's some thoughts from Scott Adams, Dilbert creator. They're (laughs) going to really spin your head for a second. I got to give him this. It's the most we've ever talked about Scott Adams in 22 years. Dilbert was not on my radar for a long time. And now that he is, it's the funniest Dilbert of all. <laughs> you know, the, he he went out with the funniest Dilbert, in my opinion. I'd rather have this lunatic Dilbert than the one I was, that I'd known about, where I'm like, ugh, Dilbert. But yeah, so I just, I, you know, if Brady went on and made millions and millions of dollars under the idea that, man, he is just a pure... Dude, it's the same as the evangelist. And then you get caught, you know, with three hookers in a bathtub and Jenny. People are like, oh, Brady duped us. We got fooled. I trusted you. To a certain degree, I trusted you, Dilbert. Not to do that. So it's it's a coward's way out to say, well, I've got enough money now to say what I really think. Well, that's you're a pussy then. Why didn't Dilbert say anything terrible for a while if you felt this strong about it? You wanted to start a national conversation. Even if you take him Why at his go word. Out like that, Even though. if you take him That's at his word. And he was just trying to start a national dialogue. Yeah. Well, you've had the platform for 20-something years. Maybe longer. I don't know how Dilbert's been. Been a while. Who the f*** knows how old Dilbert is? <laughs> it's a long time. Anyway, it just happens. What are you going to do? So I'm in this discussion with these guys. And they're not, you know, maybe you do listen to the whole podcast and it changed everything. I'm not going to. And you have to know that Scott Adams' podcast isn't something people are waiting on beta. Joe Rogan gets beat up all the time. Nobody ever says, listen to the whole thing. Right, exactly. You take those tidbits. I've been hit on that. The time yep. I did, 
It was on the news. Some recent realtors in Queen Creek. Well, them, yeah. They, well, they're they're dying for fame. Those well, guys they, are. They, they cut up what you said. Right. It's the they, same thing. But yeah, and I took it, and I understand that yep. they cherry picked it. But that time that the news attacked me for saying that, I, and Joel Arpaio called me a terrorist because it wasn't in full context. But now I now you're kind of at that point where like I've said these things and you're wrong. You missed the point. And that's fine. I'll argue with you. I'm not going to run out of my way to apologize. i got to give it to Dilbert for that. He's not running out there going, I'm so sorry. He's not burning. He isn't protecting Dilbert anymore. Dilbert's burning. And that's hilarious. Dilbert's burning. Dilbert is burning. Decent band name. Dilbert in Hell is a great band. Dilbert in Harlem is an even better band. <laughs> <laughs> that's a U2 song. It's a, a U2 song. <laughs> Dilbert, Dilbert in Harlem. <laughs> Dilbert should be forced to walk around in Harlem for a few days with, with that a sign with a guitar singing Dilbert in Harlem <laughs> and that sign that Bruce Willis wore in the third uh, Die Hard Dilbert hates you know right anyway it's time for the hot releases everybody and the hot releases nothing getting burned over there at Eric's Barbecue except them burn ends they're supposed to be uh, Eric's BBQ uh, is delightful brisket is king but Anthony our buddy over there at Eric's will be cooking whole hogs to serve a, a special on Saturday. Whole hog Saturdays. Yikes. Brine it for a week. Brady, this means something to you. Brined for a week and cooked for 12 hours over mesquite wood. What was once a viable living creature. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> put over a that? fire no, right before your delicious. eyes. <laughs> That's delicious. delicious. And then mopped with vinegar. Its corpse is mopped with vinegar sauce right in front of you. Man. And they lob parts of them off and put them on a plate, and you eat it because it Keep is it up, good. Bring us some of that. Yeah, I'll eat it. But Anthony knows me well enough to know that if I see an entire corpse, I struggle with my appetite. I love cows. I'd bite one if it didn't have hair. I'd eat them raw. But that's Just like to see a steak rather than the. Uh, <laughs> I like to yeah. see the finished product. Yeah, don't show me how the sausage We've been is spoiled made. in yeah. that. I don't. I've never had to dress one. Don't care to. But for folks who love this stuff, they like looking at pigs, right, like right there cooking. I struggle with it, <laughs> but the end result is worth it. Uh, the eaten version, right? I don't like looking at pigs laying around at all. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Brett's version of it pigs. Just goes right Nobody there. wants. Oh, come on now. Nobody needs to see that garbage. <laughs> I wish Anthony would cook one of them. <laughs> I don't think his smokers are big enough. <laughs> <laughs> He's constantly <laughs> hilarious to me with his hate. <laughs> I love that guy. You should draw cartoons. <laughs> Dilbert. <laughs> Dilbert. Italian Dilbert. Dilberti. <laughs> Every third panel is, oh, what's this? Dilbert's angry again. Anyway, head on over there. It's the best food in the world. It's the uh, greatest meal you'll ever eat as far as barbecued meat goes. I could even probably help mop up that corpse a little bit and still eat. Doesn't bother me, but they've got it out there. Eric's Family BBQ. It is at uh, ericsfamilybbq.com. Eat mesquite, repeat, skate, skate, skate. Uh, who's first? Uh, Toledo, you go first. All right. All right. Some of the games out this week. Um, one of them for VR uh, for the uh, Oculus, I believe. Called- I say again, that has games? I know. Uh, you guys watch Peaky Blinders, the show? No, well, they got a, game. a video game out of it called Peaky Blinders, The King's Ransom. Based on the hit TV series from Netflix and BBC, transforms you into the world of Peaky Blinders crime gaming. Takes place after the world after World War One. Okay, got away with the King's ransom. 
You know, to be born in that time is like the biggest taint ever. You're so close to like the industrial revolution, oh, so close to leading so into much. and all the good stuff, and you missed most of it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. A lot of shooting at Peaky Blinders. So yeah, but that's where your virtual reality system. So yeah, I'm walking cool. around shooting people in London. Uh, Transport Fever is the next game that's out. Um, enjoy running and customizing transportation vehicles of all types on the land, in the sea, and also in the air. This is just Amazon training. <laughs> this is yeah. This is just Sims. This is Sim and deliveries. <laughs> you drive a truck. You drive a boat. But the graphics aren't that great. You know what I got a fever for? Uh-oh. Transport. Yeah. Transport fever. I got Work a... out. Look out Whoa. the derail. Oh, that was in East Palestine. Palestine train derailed. I got me some transport fever, everybody, and there's only one cure. I got to drive a train. Transport fever. <laughs> Can you wreck With your host, Denny Terrio. <laughs> Can you do a GTA style, you think? Welcome to transport fever. This week, car. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to haul some people from here to A to B. It's Uber fever. All right, the big release is actually next week um, while we're on vacation. Oh. WWE 2K23 is out next week. They do an amazing... Roman Reigns. The, uh, they do an amazing... 2K and EA Battle has just made all of those yeah. games better. It just... Uh, Great job of loading up these games with entertaining promos. Yep. I don't know how the gameplay is, but I'd watch this all day. There's Logan Paul's in it, who, by the way, has turned me. I am a huge WWE Logan Paul fan. Oh, is he part He's of it He's so now? good in that. Wow. He's bringing people back to it. He is amazing at wrestling. He and somebody else, and I don't know who it was, jumped off of... Each of them got on ropes on either side of the ring. You know how hard it is to stand on top of ropes yeah. in a oh, yeah. ring? They both stood, not only that, bounced up and met in the middle. They jumped off the ropes in the air and started wrestling like video game birds in the wow. air. It's He's remarkable at it. He has found his calling. All right. Wait, uh, bunnies yeah, you get a, a pre-order bun- bonus if you uh, order now, and then when it's delivered next week, you get uh, some bad bunny. Bad bunny. Yeah. I love bad bunny. It's right. my favorite night in Arizona history. I was down at the downtown. I didn't know Baboni was in town. And I walked the streets, and people weren't saying anything except for looking at you going, Baboni! <laughs> like, that guy just yelled Bad Bunny at me. I think he thinks I'm Bad Bunny. If you don't know Bad Bunny's in town and a guy yells Bad Bunny at you, you just think you need yeah. a haircut or something. And he just made money. Bad Bunny just made money yelling had, his name. There are Mexicans laughing hysterically going, remember that night we were walking in Phoenix and you screamed Bad Bunny at that guy? And he goes, no. Because <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> Bad Bunny? No, no, I'm not Bad Bunny. Not me. <laughs> That's the first time that's happened. Uh, Netflix has stepped into the Survival Challenge series. Uh, it's a uh, Outlast is the name of the series, and it pits 16 lone wolves oh. that must outlast each other in the Alaskan wilderness oh, in an attempt to win one million dollars. They stick a bunch of. Uh... Yep. Only one rule oh, is that good. no killing. This cutthroat game, they must. Be a part of a team Welcome in order to win. To outlast. So killing isn't against the rules. <laughs> There's only one rule, and if it isn't no killing, guess what I'm going to do? I'm tired. I'm cold. I'm wet. I'm hungry. Nothing's going to be ideal. I won't survive without you guys. We're going to eat. What? With only one rule to win up to one million dollars, you have to finish as part of a team. We all know we can't survive alone out here. All right, two rules: no killing with nothing. 
110%, I'm going to win this game. That's what happens when you let your emotions take control. You can't think straight. There's a girl crying. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, she ain't going to laugh. Nothing wrong with playing dirty. If they had the opportunity, they would slice our throats. So it's sort of like Survivor in the woods. It is a little bit, yeah. And they, Except they give them axes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like they have a little more equipment. Yeah, next week. Some stuff. Another one while we're on vacation. Next week, Apple Plus, Ted Lasso returns. Great show. Just a great show. What you want. The trailer's, you know, just a bunch of quick, yeah, quick, quick clips cut of the scenes, show. But it's such a good next show. Next Wednesday, you can start streaming season three. It is a great show. Not only clever, just so likable. Like, yep. it's just something. It, there's something. I'm a little like, disappointed with what they're doing with Nate this season. I but, love it. But, oh, well, it's, you know, somebody's got to be the bad guy. Yeah. And they made his hair gray like he went to yep. DC comic bad guy hair. Yes. No, it's it's just a... There's something about it that's almost like homemade cookies. It oh, just very endearing. feels good to watch it. It's a great uh, show. Donald Glover has a new series on Prime called Swarm. This dude might be the most talented person that America that hasn't everything. fully embraced yet. If you can get into Atlanta, it takes a little bit, but it's a good show. Although I will say I still struggle with uh, the song Redbone on my new system. I don't know if That's I've in my heard that car one. there. The that Childish Gambino. Oh, yeah, Childish Gambino. Stay You try to sing it in the car, and it is blasting in my car. I'm like, oops, unedited version. They gonna find you. Can't you and there's a white guy doing that. Oh, stay woke. He said it. <laughs> I'm singing, though. Donald said it, and he did it in a falsetto, so it's not really me. Swarm follows uh, Dre. An obsessed fan of the world's biggest pop star who sets off an unspe- unexpected cross-country journey. Sets off First on, sorry. in there. You're a killer bee. Did he write this? Yes. No, he's Part ridiculous. Donald Glover is ridiculous. Talk about Nyjah. He gets stung. They are not your friends. Those are some crazy... All right, I don't know what this is, but... A little bit of a suspenseful show. He, he was Hans... Uh, he was uh, Lando Calrissian in the Hans yes. Solo movie. Only good part of that movie. Yep. Uh, we talked about this one already. History of the World Part 2 started streaming on Monday. Anybody see it yet? I got Not a friend, uh, our buddy Doug Fairchild texted and? me and said he, he was laughing pretty hard. Okay. so I've, I've forgot about it, and I was just like... Hitler on Ice is supposedly... One of the things that said, stay tuned for hit, uh, History of the World Part 2, Yeah, it's in it. Oh, okay. So they actually did Hitler on Ice. Jews in space Jews and stuff. Jews in space is there, yeah. Roll it. So Nick Carroll apparently came to Mel Brooks and said, let's do this. And Mel Brooks said, okay. And he basically said, put my name on it. Yep. I'll approve it later. But he didn't really really have much of the creative portion. I'm Gublai Khan. Amelia Earhart. Yeah, it's going to be. It's got everything. It's like, I think it's a six-part series. Yeah. So Mel Brooks didn't write it? No. He's in on, he's almost a consultant from what I I understand. He probably had a, a say in a few of the sketches, ideas, but I don't think he wrote it word for word. Okay. A new series on Hulu called Unprisoned, inspired by Tracy McMillan's life. Unprisoned is a half-hour comedy about a messy but perfectionist relationship, therapist, and single mom whose life is turned right side up when her dad gets out of prison and moves in with her and her teenage son, starring Kerry Washington. I love Kerry Washington. I I almost uh, had the opportunity. Well, I probably could have done it uh, in Last King of Scotland when they show her body is quartered. Yeah, she's naked. To, uh, really? But there's a scene earlier in that where she's naked and hey, you're alive. Keeping your prostate healthy. <laughs> well, there's a, just because she's 
just before coming out of the house? Or No, she's down in the basement, and that's where the doctor finds her. Oh, yeah. Okay. But when uh, McAvoy bangs her and her ass is up, that's the jerk scene. Uh, Later, though, you get to see her full naked body with no arms and legs, and they're stacked on top of her, and there's still a couple of boobs in it. So. Yeah, all right. If you want to give still her a worthy? Well, they're great. It's Gary Washington. I'm not an idiot. So I, know, I know she's not really dead. Del Rey Lindo is the father that gets out of prison. You can stay with us for as long as you need, but the same rules still apply, no, right? Don't get in your business. Don't put the knife back in the jelly after I done licked it. Are you doing that? No, that was a joke. Baby. No. Do you want no. your own shelf in yes. All right, that's... Still worth it for Kerry Washington's face. Uh, Idris Elba, uh, have you ever not watched his series Luther? It was on the BBC. I think Netflix might have it now, but it was a really good series. Um, he's got a movie out, Luther the Fallen Son on Netflix, kind of a follow-up revisiting the character. Booking dot, yeah. Look, I know he's in prison. Except he's not in prison. Gruesome serial killer is terrorizing London while the brilliant but disgraced detective John Luther, Idris Elba, sits behind bars. A little spoiler for the series there. Yeah. You promised me you could help. You know what they did to my son. Book you need to stop this man. I'm still a copper. Not anymore. And if you refuse to This is what everybody made it so they wanted him to be on. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Really good series. John. I looked you right in the eye. I don't know what's happening, but that looks intriguing. Um, Booking ya. Perry Mason, season two on uh, HBO Max. Last night it debuted. Yeah. I love the Apparently first Apparently this is pretty good. I like the first one. Great. I like week to week television. Is it like Perry Mason was week to week, and it was really it's a little like uh, darker. It's, or is it's, it campy it's, or it's or noir. Oh, okay. It's it's done in a very old fashioned uh, film noir type way. So it's this character shit. development and slow storyline. Devastating loss. But it's dark. Murder. And it's good. Such as these men have no place in our civilized society. And there's a, there's a dead baby in the first one that is oh. unbelievably haunting. In the very first episode. So uh, the second season, I'm looking forward to that. You being a fan of The Bachelor, are you prepared for Farmer, Farmer Wants a Wife? Yeah, I got to watch this. <laughs> this is too good. Because one guy goes, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I'm like, what, what What? part of this didn't you understand? Here we go, ladies. A bunch of whores dressed as country singers. Meet a bunch of farmers. You mean you never dated eight women at one time? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. (laughs) Welcome, big city women. Moving in. Moving in. But these big city women are so desperate for a man that they're in costume. I'm looking for you. Uh, (laughs) I was born ready to be a farmer's wife. (laughs) But the road to romance... Pull him back! Pull him back! ...is one challenging... It's just a bunch of really rich women yeah. mucking oh stalls. Holy fudge. Heck. And a moron right. woman, apparently. Yeah. for the books for me. <laughs> Fall in love. He's had three kids. Oh, I think he's just... All right, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow night, the you the Yellowstone. All I want to do is watch this for when the Darius Rucker cowboy takes the white woman to his parents. <laughs> it's going to be awkward. All right. All right, Bob. now I'm back in. Right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I told you that's going to because there's no way... They didn't seek out the uh, diversity to be a struggle later in the show. There's no possible way. Or better still, one of the uh, 
the city women is the black lady, and she goes back to one of the hillbillies' families. It's uh, there's something that they have to. Otherwise, it's, who cares? But it's intriguing when you add that in. The true crime thil- thriller Boston Strangler is the movie about, of course, the case on Hulu, and that uh, debuts on Friday or next week on Friday. Sorry. Okay. Starring uh, Kira Knightley Only and Carrie Coon. Sorry, Brett. Dangerous. <laughs> Kira Knightley. Jack. I think I found something. Three women were strangled over the last two weeks. You're on the lifestyle desk. You're not covering a homicide. I think the murders are connected. I told you guys that when my uh, my criminal investigations teacher at Mesa Community College was on that case. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he said that they couldn't reveal it to the press because of all the copycat callers of what he was actually doing to the bodies at the end, which was shoving a stick in them. Oh, man. And they would say, you know, guys would call up and go, yeah, I'm the Boston Strangler. I was like, all right, well, tell us what you did with that, you know. With the body, and I threw it on me. Did you remember putting the, your initials in its stomach? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did that. I'm like, right. Thanks for calling, because they were just his calling card was something they never revealed to the press. All right, it was uh, like parts of things were always jammed in one. Like this is him. this is our guy. Would have been a little better if this uh, show would debut like tomorrow on the week that we're talking about how many times you have to uh, release in order to help your prostate. Twenty one. Money shot. The Pornhub story comes to Netflix <laughs> next week <laughs> while we're on vacation. And at like two a.m., something special came on, and I'm like, two women can do that? An eight person geriatric. Yeah. I mean, anything can be porn. Every element of the internet has been influenced and led by pornography. In 2008, Pornhub was omnipresent. It's pretty much a household name. Like, I know what Kellogg's brand is. People assume I'm doing mainstream porn. In reality, I'm just a mirror. Yeah, there's a big in there. I don't need that. Yikes. The most trafficked website in the world. Yep. No one likes to talk about it, but it's what drives society's technology. Every step of the way. Yep. All right, I'll close on that one. And a lot of your public schools are funded by it. Oh, so a thousand percent. Enjoy that. There's a lot of taxes getting paid in the old Pornhub world. All right, Brett, what do you got? I right, start off on the mild side. Uh, old Van Morrison is back. This is I'm moving on. Every time he releases something, I have to remind myself he's not dead. Yeah. I don't think his voice has changed. No. Sounds like 50s rock. Yeah. That's Van Morrison is a thousand years old. Uh, all right, we'll wake it up a little bit. This is uh, Demons Down. Uh, this one's called I Stand. They're European. Uh, they got that Euro metal type oh. sound. Keyboards on it. I, lo- I don't mind this band, but the bartender uh, that's singing is making me feel like yeah. I, I should be at Friday's. You should be shaking <laughs> right now. What is he wearing? The rest of the band looks like you a band. A, that you dude's a little a, more flair to him. <laughs> he's a Bennigan's bartender. <laughs> Can I bring you more riddlets? Yeah. Hey, get my two for 20 and quit singing to me. Uh, this is Judiciary and uh, Engulfed. Uh, 
video. Yeah, it looks cool. It's almost like a video game. Crash your car. Yes. Uh, Nano War of Steel is the name of this band, and uh, this is uh, Winter Storm in the Night. Nano War of Steel. Oh, oh they're taking the giant fans. roaches. They're slipknot roaches. <laughs> That's why I brought it on. Hilarious. Please be good. Are they ticks or roaches? I think they're roaches. Maybe That's a roach. Beetles? That's a roach. Maybe a beetle. I guess the irony of <laughs> I know what a letdown. Awesome. The irony of a band being dressed as Beatles. Denver <laughs> falling. Oh, there we go. Okay. Armazon of the God. Unholy dandruff snowing in the air. <laughs> All right. Unholy okay. dandruff dropping from my hair. I think I love right. Nano War of Steel. I know what tomorrow's wake-up song's got to be. Do they have Tears of the Scalp? They call dandruff Tears That's of the Scalp. <laughs> That's a win in every direction. Uh, your head is like the Madonna. I have no idea. There, it's a song about dandruff, a rock song. Stink. Okay, this is amazing. <laughs> All right, tomorrow's wake up song? Yeah. Right. Dandruff Fall. Lock it down. All right, uh, no, that one sucked. Right, I'm not even going to waste time with that one. Miley! All right, I'll get to it. Uh, this is Suicide Silence, Altar of Self, and they're dead. I swear I Hang on, let me knew just get they to were the going to say that. All right, yeah, cut to the side. Don't do shrooms and watch this video. I say, I, I'm not on shrooms and I want this to turn Man, off. Wow. I think I'm having a bad trip and I'm completely sober. Uh, Miley Cyrus. She's coming back out, and this is uh, All I Really Want Is Your Name. Okay. i got to say, her latest album, pretty damn Is it good? Bad. I just hate her voice. Yeah, it's, now she's it's got a, cold. a little different than what it has been. Sometimes she sounds like she's doing a Stevie Nicks impression. Dolly in. Dolly and Stevie. You listened to this already once? Uh, not this one, but the one that she's got. Oh, the most one. recent one, I guess I should say. I don't know if this is on it or if this is new. She's friends with Dua Lipa, so I like her. Oh, they are? Well, they did a song together. 
All right, all the mix unite because Flogging Molly's got a new one coming out. This is Till the Anarchy's Restored. Right in time for their giant stink night. (laughs) The Irish are uniting for their big, useless, drunk party. It's got to be every year, right? The week of Flogging Molly Because they they realize they can fart in a can and the Irish will buy it that week. On St. Paddy's Day, I go to like San Felipe or Dos Gringos. (laughs) Wherever the Mexicans are. Yeah, exactly. The real drinkers. Not those unable to handle it Irish. Cross the bridge that still divides us. Yeah, but this is for when they're really drunk at the yeah, end of the night. Yeah, this is at the end when they're all... They start telling you they love you, you, and then they hit you. I love you, man. You're, my, you're like a brother to me. Hey, you just punched me. That's how kind of love I have for you. Uh, what? eats pussy. Oh, what's happening? I'm not taking you anywhere. And it brings us to N word or F word, the game that everybody oh, knows and loves. Now we're gonna do, we're gonna throw back here with a little DMX party up in here. Now there is a suck my coming up, so okay. that doesn't count because that's not right. part of the game. Okay, so that will be coming. So you have to beep that. one. I will get that, and I'll understand it. it. Uh, Where my dogs at? Oh, oh. Uh, I think Toledo won last week, or did yeah. I? Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go uh, angry F word. DMX, everything's angry. I'll go angry inward. Okay. There's one other option every, you could go. Party with. up in here. It's it's friendly inward. He's calling it. Well, friendly all scared. All scared. Here we go. Watch out for the other uh, gotcha. Okay. You know what? I am the whitest middle-aged guy in the world. I didn't know there was a filthy version. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that. I'm like, I know this. I know this number. But I'm used to that. Y'all gonna make me lose my cool up (laughs) in here. That's it. White weddings. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. You see that guy pumping his fist? I'm a gangster. (laughs) Suck my what? No, DMX. This is a family affair. I didn't know that was a dirty version. Oh, yeah. Oh, that song is, yeah, really dirty, actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, always... the, the, the clean version is, suck my woe. Yeah, just yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I thought yeah. DMX and was against cussing. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of woes in that song. I thought he just did that to cover the children's ears. New. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love Brett. New. No. <laughs> and then, you know, because DMX such a stand-up guy, I knew he had a, a lot of, uh, right. he thought about other people first. Uh, there you go. It's 944. Those are your hot releases. Uh, video, TV, all the fun. It's 98KUPD. It's ACDC right there. Just got done uh, air checking Shan, man. He's ready. So uh, he'll be up. Larry's not coming in today. Got the food poisoning or something, huh? That's what he just texted me. He said, I said, where are you? He didn't get back to me, so I asked Shannon. Shannon told me, and he goes, food poisoning, booby. Bad bagels and locks last night. It made him more Jewish. (laughs) I got the food poisoning booby. Hey, hey. He said booby. I hope he feels better. Larry being sick is no good. But Shan Man's here. That's all. Uh, We'll get to Shan Man in just seconds. We got ourselves uh, the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends over at reactdefense.com. And there's a video they have on their website of me yesterday uh, in a prison riot. Was the most fun I've ever had in my life. It basically, we did a bunch of defense training. I learned how to. I, I've known it, but you got to just refresh. So went through a machete attack, 
proper ways to defend against that. Knives, every angle of a knife, a long gun, a stick, uh, all sorts of stuff. And then everyone would attack me with, like, you close your eyes and someone is right in front of you ready to go. And all they do is that you just hear, or go. And then you open your eyes and you're about to get hit. And then it was from every angle. It was Raid Redemption. And we did this for 20 minutes. And I, I've never had more fun punching, kicking, screaming. And I got to throw uh, Tony Sprague's son, Sonny, who's 16, homeschooled and comes and trains with me on Mondays and Wednesdays. And he's maybe 110 pounds. The kid's a pipe cleaner. He's an amazing little fighter. But I got to toss him around like a rag doll. And then at the end, you just scream at the top of your lungs. I've never had more fun working out than I did with the guys yesterday at the House of Brews. So just to let you know, uh, not only that, it was educational. The video is pure chaos. It's at reactdefense.com. I think they have it up. And it's just me getting my ass handed. But you know what the funny thing is? If you watch the video again, I get stabbed in the back twice in this all-out assault. And it's real stuff they teach, like prison guards and things like that. Like, when you've got it all around you, here's what you need to do. And the knife defense, you're, you know, if somebody's got a knife and they're behind you, you're probably going to get stuck. Don't get stuck twice. And there's ways to defend it. And you'll see me pulling guns out of hands and throwing them, and it's pretty awesome. It's a great, it's a, it's a pretty awesome video. It was the most fun ever. And it was just chaos for the sake of chaos. They do that every day over there, training you guys how to be better you. And they're really excited about this. The, uh, the response to having the... Uh, silver sheepdog idea of people over 60 65 even your parents they're out and about doing that kind of stuff uh, get them out there get them trained have them know what they're doing i'd love to see brady's uh not your dad now he's not going anywhere but your mom not you know a little defense for mom is yeah. never a bad thing brett's dad is in great shape is he wandering around uh, knowledgeable about what can go south i watched my dad try to fight a homeless guy because he still thinks he's 25 i think my dad would have gotten his ass handed to him by the guy with the backpack uh, just little mind switches that they can teach. So Silver Sheepdog is a new thing that they're getting ready to go with. If you've got a parent or if you're older and you're listening right now, you're probably out there. Uh, why not give it a try? Give them a call and say, hey, I'm uh, older. I'm not sure what I'm capable of. Let's find out. And that's what they do. Crawl, walk, run to the greatest you you can become. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. There was a fungus-killing bacteria discovered last month in Germany that was named after Keanu Reeves. Whoa. Scientists says they named Whoa. it Keanu Mycin. Theodore Logan disease. Whoa. The lipopeptides kill so efficiently that we named him after him because he is extremely deadly at his, in his roles. But Keanu made a comment. They should have called it John Wick. Sure, because he's a killing machine. Yeah. The um, But he says that's pretty cool. The illness that is in Last of Us is real. It just can't get to humans. They explained that in the first episode, and I thought that was all yeah. crap. It's not. It that does. is actual science, and it's real. And it gets in bugs, and you know what it does? It drives into their brain and talks them into going to the tallest part of a tree and jumping off. You're the zombie host. It is unbelievable that there's a thing out there that actually does that, but that's what it does. And it talks by bugs or lizards or something into just going and killing themselves and it does something for the environment somehow to because to, it'll spread all their goo as it flies through the air to other things it's nuts man it, it's real yeah there's it's like the uh that's the fungus and then there's that one insect that lays the well there's egg inside of you one of hosts well there's one in south of, for a while one in south america that only lays its eggs in the uh, eyeballs of infants thanks god Despite what the internet 
would have you believe not everyone over the age of 45 hated Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime. <laughs> Her dad liked it. I liked it. There's, I haven't seen this yet, but... Boring, uh, but I liked boring. it. There's a group of seasoned ladies yeah. at the... Arcadia Senior Living Center in Bowling Green, Kentucky, recreated some of her moves on, in the TikTok video. Uh, it went viral. A bunch of postmenopausal old more ladies. Than Thirty million views. Pretended to be pregnant. Rihanna did the same dance moves at the Rihanna half. No. Just jealous yeah. they're all dried up. Yeah. <laughs> that factory closed a long time ago, <laughs> and they want to pretend to be pregnant again. Like a Bahamian woman. And two, three, four. Look at my pregnant belly. Ugh. I'd sooner have sex with that thing uh, Anthony's brining Saturday. <laughs> we had a celebrity death. Uh-oh. Robert Hamer. Oh, Jimmy's not coming in for that. One oh. half of the musical duo of Barnes & Barnes has died. Who? They were the geniuses behind the 1978 classic Fish Heads. Oh, that was Barnes & Barnes. I was thinking of the video of the guys who screamed. Fish Heads was Barnes & Barnes. That's right. Dr. Demento. Is that roly-poly fish heads? Roly-poly yep. oh, yeah. fish heads. Fish heads, fish heads, eat them up, yum. KDKB on Sunday nights at 8 o'clock used to run the Demento show, and I listened to it like it was like I, like it was 1950s and uh, Little Orphan Annie was on. I would, with my hand in my head, sit on the floor staring at the radio listening to Demento. Fish heads, 99 dead baboons, the Scotsman's kilt. Oh, so many great songs on Demento. Someone asked Nick Cage about the possibility of doing a, a Marvel movie. And Nick said, I, I don't need to be in the MCU. I'm Nick Cage. I'm my own superhero, baby girl. Don't worry about it. He was almost Superman. Who? Nick Cage. Oh, DC, yeah. You didn't see that? Really Actually, wow. Kevin Smith was going to write it. There's a documentary about Doesn't how close they were. Yeah, he was in the outfits. He's trying on costumes. Yeah. They had yeah. a script. That, and then it was weird. If you look it up online, you'll see Nick Cage dressed in the Superman stuff. It mm. looks kind of cool. It's surprising that Nick Cage... Superman Nick Cage would have been kind of neat. I like Nick Cage. I, you can't help it. You're not sure if he's serious or if he's having That's what we are talking about yeah. this morning, yeah. Is he playing with us or does he really believe all this? But when we had him on the air, it sounded like he was doing my impression of him back to me. We were we thought we were being fooled. And he called me baby girl. I'm like, would you just call me baby girl? You got it, baby girl. Anything you need. <laughs> Lyrics from zippity Doodah have been removed from the set list of Disneyland's Magic Happens Parade. This comes from the Song of the South. Right. Which is insanely racist. If we just erase all this stuff, we can make it so slavery never actually happened. If we just get rid of all the songs and statues. Swing low. Nope. Can't do that one. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz will perform during the In Memoriam segment at the Oscars. Okay. Netflix is doing a docuseries about pedophile Gary Glitter. Oh, boy. And then the... Uh, now Rock, that he's out. The Rocklahoma lineup. Go. Solid. Godsmack, Pantera, Rob Zombie, Limp Biscuit. Those are the big headliners. Yeah. They got a bunch of other bands on there. That's not bad. September 1st through the 3rd. I'd go that, except you got to go to Oklahoma. Yeah, I don't want to go to Oklahoma. And, and Pantera will be here one week yeah. later, so I don't really need to go to that. The one I really... And Godsmack's here in May. We're having him in May. We, yeah. Zombies here in September. We got this covered. Don't yeah. worry about Rocklahoma. It'll be here in increments. We're going to bleed it out to you real slow here in Arizona-homa. Homa? Is that what we call it? Rock-la- Rock-la-zona? 
Arizona homeowners. It's Arizona homeowners. Yeah, that's that's like, a, that's Arizona homeowners. No, that's a, that, they do that every year. It's, it's called. Well, they close Big Surf. Arizona. Sure. No, it'll be Rock Arizona. Yeah. But we do it like we do it really conveniently once every month. We're not going to just crush you over the head with a bunch of shows in the same day. Everybody but Limp Biscuit, right? Yeah. And we did that for you a couple of years ago. Way ahead of the Rocklahoma curve. Uh, that's it. We're done. Tuesday's in the books. Tomorrow we're going to have some Guns N' Roses stuff to hand you guys. We've got tickets to go see Guns N' Roses. We'll give those to you. I think uh, maybe even Shanman has those as well. I don't know. you got to listen to Shanman find out what he's got. He's just filling in for a guy who's pooping and throwing up all over the place. Larry, feel better. Uh, everybody else, feel better as well. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow right here in the morning. Sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. I am so disappointed in you.